Warning, what you're about to hear is intended to make you laugh a lot, while also hearing some cool people talk about the cool shit they're doing. If you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, then you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the Get Up. Welcome to another episode of The Get Up. Uh, remember to check us out at www.thegetupshow.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Get Up Show. Also check us out on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and soon I'll be on YouTube. Other than that, that's The Get Up Show. Oh, you can also reach out at contact at thegetupshow.com if you have any suggestions, want to be on the show. But today, I'm really excited about this one. Today, I am joined by an entrepreneur by the name of Don Ferguson, who is one half of the co-founding group behind... One third. One third. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, most people don't know that, but... All right. One third yeah. behind uh, Blowing Up Tequila brand in the Michigan area of Teak Tequila. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. So we've been out... So I think it was Thursday. We've been out seven months in the Michigan market. We've already been placed in 180 plus stores, restaurants, bars, whatever like that. So That's awesome. We're That's... doing good. In the last 30 days, we've been on TV. We've been yep. on major radio. Um, I got some uh, like other cool things happening right now. We've been in the Detroit Free Press. So, you know, things are really, really looking up for us. And I think it's just an explosion of the tequila. So timing is right. Number one, timing is really good because tequila is getting a hell of a lot of press. So, you know, there, there's a lot of better health properties with a spirit like tequila because of the agave plant. Really? So the agavins, you know, it's like a, a sugar that can kind of, it, it doesn't absorb in your system. So, so it, it's not like turning into fat like a lot correct. of processed sugar does. Correct. So okay. there are some reports out there right now, and I don't know how true they are. You know what I'm saying? But I'll right. just say I have lost, since I left corporate America, 45 pounds. Ooh, nice. And I'm not saying I'm just doing a tequila Dude. diet, you know, so it's not like Fruity Pebbles and, and tequila all the time. But we're just going to say, is that a coincidence? I think not. Maybe it's the stress level too, but you know, there's a lot of stress owning your own company, you know, of course, but yeah. So, you know, it's a probiotic. It is extremely low in sugar, uh, no carbs, no fat. It's only 64 calories per ounce. Um, you know, so there's just a lot of better properties and I think people are starting to learn about tequila over the last 10 years. Tequila has soared in 700% in sales. Really? And then the premium tequila market, which that's where we're at has been about 300 to 350% increase over the last three to four years. So, wow. and the premium is like, you know, more of like they, the, the, the 40 to $70 price point and even upwards. I mean, cause okay. there's some tequilas out there on the market that I love that are a hundred dollars a bottle, $120 a bottle, right. $150. We, we won't even go like, 
one of the spirits that is the most oh man there, there's a bottle of tequila i can't remember i think it's classe azul it sold for like 1.1 million wow diamond encrusted that's crazy it's it's nuts and that's people you know you hear about it with bourbon right because yeah. the bourbon market it's like you know a pappy van winkle yep. is like really only 30 40 50 bucks whatever it is but you go to a store and it's 1200 because you can't find it you can't find it right and you know well so, that's even like blanton's i know like on blanton's. teak life you had blanton's on teak i life. did i like blanton's yeah um i yet to be able to try it um oh, and actually what, told me we could have really, turned this to a drinking podcast what's really funny is the 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 gas station down the street which i was going to tell you you should probably go talk to them i know uh they carry blanton's when it was sold out everywhere and i was able Man. to find blanton's there because we got it for a christmas gift and i mean they had multiple bottles whereas like all these other liquor stores that people were telling me to go were like nope we're already out. They had it. And well, and I just didn't jump on it and get myself a bottle at the time. <laughs> and that's where you got to do. You got to jump on. You you said it right. You know, um, we're selling so well. And, you know, I get messages like, hey, I went to this store. You said you're in. Well, I, I can't help it. You right. know, if like somebody sells out, you know, like, like, what can I do? It's a good thing, but it's a bad thing for the right. consumer. So it's like, you know call ahead <laughs> just call ahead and say like hey do you have teak tequila yeah. the coconut lime or the reposado like whatever it may be i'm on my way and and so you know you, you got to think about it like it, it's like the cabbage patch dolls you know it's yeah. like you know pokemon or the, the tickle me elmo like <laughs> yeah well that, that predates me i'm only 46 <laughs> no so you know but yeah i mean you you, you got to think about it so it's like you know we are a small batch but we just happen to blow up and we're we're in a good time and plus the other thing about it is we have the world's only coconut lime blanco tequila. It's a hundred percent agave. It is, you know, infused with the natural extracts from the meat of the coconut and the lime. So there's nothing artificial. It's not that syrupy, sweet, like slurpy type yeah. of additive to give it the flavors. It's very soft and subtle, and it, and it was delicious. Yes, thank you. you and know, the coconut wasn't overpowering. Like we were talking no. before getting on, uh, the the coconut flavor was not overpowering at all. Like a lot of things, like you said, like that syrupy or too sweet. Um, yeah. it was it was actually it was really good. We won't mention brands that use a syrupy, sweet, you know, synthetic. What artificial. led you to that flavor? Well, you know, so when I left corporate America, um, I already had an idea in my mind of what I wanted, and you know, so going out, like we already had it down, you know, and we'll get into the whole story. Okay. But like, I went out. I have I have multiple companies, so I have Teak Life. I have Teak Spirits, and then I have another business consulting company called Curious Inception. Oh, okay. So with Teak Life, I was going out to L.A., left corporate America. Like a week later, I went out to L.A., and it was really to do some blogging and some investigating because the number one tequila market is really California. Okay. I mean, they do a ton of tequila sales. Um, You know, that, Chicago, Miami. Um, unfortunately, Detroit's not one of them, but... It's not, it's not one of them yet, but you know, with, with that, so going out, great to, mindset. Not it yet. is. Yes. So, so going out to California, you know, it was a situation where everywhere I went, their margaritas were, were nothing but fresh juices, you know, like they were drinking things neat. They were experimenting with more flavors. And I said, you know what? I think this coconut lime tequila is going to be really good for us. I think it's going to make a splash. And so when we were finally able to pick it up and it was here, you know, and it, 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 it it had some challenges getting sure. here, but like when it finally got here, we cracked it open, you know, me and my two business partners and like my best friend, who's basically my brother, we all looked at each other and it, it, it was like one of those moments where it was like, holy fuck, this is good. This is right. This is good. What did we do? And it was like, 
is this going to be well received or is this going to be so far outside of the box that people right. are going to be like, I'm not fucking with that. Like one of those like ahead of the times kind of thing yeah. where, like, where it comes out and it's just the world's not ready for it. Right. You know, and, and we, we've seen so many things yeah. and then they catch on, you know. So, you know, with that, it was I don't know how this is going to do. And then we tried the Reposado and was like, OK, this is really good. This is very different for a Reposado. But me and my heart, you know, really loving tequila. And I have in my personal bar probably 110, maybe 105, 110 different brands from around the world. And I'm like, you know, that's a serious love. I am, I, I like you. If you saw my bar, which if, if you see, you know, my Teak Life show on YouTube, you'll, you'll get invited into my Teak Life basement bar, which is my bar. Okay. I mean, that's where I film. I film like in my home. And so all of those brands behind me, and there's a lot that you can't see because it's underneath, but right. you know, yeah, I have a, I have a serious collection. And, um, so I am more of a, an aficionado now, Okay, you know, I am a, a connoisseur of fine liquors. Right. So it's like, if you put some bullshit in front of me, I'm going to tell you, like last night that actually happened. We were at Bahama Breeze <laughs> and you know, my man ordered a cognac that started with H. Okay. We're just going to leave it there. And, you know, he was already kind of twisted. He looked and he was, I was wearing a fedora. I was, uh, you know, I was fly. I was looking good. And he, he looked at me. He was like, you know, I like your fedora. And I'm like, yo, what's up, man? You're like, what are you drinking? And, you know, like he was drinking a margarita. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You like tequila. And he was like, well, I just ordered a Henny. And I'm like, well, I, I guess I just said it. So, <laughs> fuck it. So, he said I ordered a Henny. And I'm like, Ah oh, man, like it's it's not a great spirit. I get it. You like what you like, you right, know. Right. I mean, it is what it is. You like what you like, but you know, I started. He was like, "What do you do?" It always comes around. Like everybody always asks, "What do you do?" And I'm like, well, "I live. That's what I fucking do. I live life." <laughs> great answer. So it's like, you know, what do I do? Like work does not define me. Right. You know who I am. That's what defines me. But you know, I, I, I will I will partake in this in this, this conversation. conversation. He's a little twisted, and you can't, you yeah. can't really. The, the rationale skills yeah. aren't there at yeah, that point. You, you can't really, you're not going to make sense. So it's like, well, I own a tequila company. And it, it, his face was like, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean you own a tequila company? Because nobody owns a tequila company. Right. And, you know, so I broke it down. You know, his wife was there, and it turned into a major, you know, conversation. It was really cool. You know, and stuff like that. And we just really started talking about the benefits as much as he could comprehend. Right. Because he was, he was a little, he yep. was good. He was well, good. He was good. You know, and, you know, so it, it's just talking about tequila. Like, you know, people just go to the old standards of like, what is a good tequila? But I'm a connoisseur, so I go outside of the box. And you and I were talking about yeah. whiskeys, you know, and some, some bourbons. And it's just like, we don't go for the staples. I want to do something. Like, I want to try something. I want to experience yeah. it. And that's what drinking should be. Like, I'm I'm 46. I'm well past the point where I'm trying to go to Cancun on spring break right. and drinking the shittiest shit that I can absolutely get annihilated with. Yeah. And then the next day, wake up and, and feel like crap. Yeah, and not remember the dead yeah, hooker in my bathroom. And that's, that's I've never been that person that <laughs> wanted to just get trashed. Like, even in drinking beers and stuff, I immediately turn to, like, more flavorful beers, a craft beer scene, just because, oh, yeah. like, I... I, I don't have the intentions of getting trashed. Like, that's never the reason why I've drank. The whiskey story for me, how I got into whiskeys more, was actually pretty interesting. It was because of being downtown. Um, but I've only ever been exposed to 
Jack, you know, Jim yep. Beam, uh, Crown Royal, like the big names. Which and, most people, that that's what they know. Right. And and I've never been a big fan. So we went to this bar downtown, uh, this little low-key place, and they specialize in whiskey. And I was recommended by someone else. We went as a group. And the, the guy was like, if you've never liked whiskey, this guy's going to hook you up and you're going to love whiskey. And I, he's asked me, What's, what have you what have you had so far? And I told him, just like the big commercial ones. And he was like, which one did you like? And I said, Crown Royal is probably the one that I liked the most. So he gave me a flight. Crown Royal, this Canadian one, um, Pikes Creek, and then a Jameson, I think, Black label black barrel uh mm, black i know barrel. that one yep so he gave me those three and it was crazy the difference when you drink them back to back the difference in flavor between them and that pike's creek is like a 24 dollar bottle and it was so smooth and delicious like actually mm. i have a hard time finding it but that's one of my favorite canadian whiskeys now uh but it was that opened up the door for me because those tasted so much better than anything i'd ever had prior that I was like, all right, let me try these. So now, yeah, I've got like all kinds of crazy stuff in my cabinet. I'm always looking for ones. I'm going to different shops trying to find yeah. ones. Sometimes they're a little out of my price range, so I don't. But a couple times I splurged and got a couple extra, you know, more expensive bottles. Uh, but yeah, that's where it really came from. It didn't start off that I liked whiskey a lot. It just turned into, man, this was really good. There's got to be other really good ones out oh, there. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it, it's really kind of the same thing with tequila so you know i was always you know i wanted to do something different so everybody's drinking beer in my group everybody's you know going whiskey you know just different things like that and i wanted to do something different so you know typically back in the day you know like i said i'm old as shit so you know sitting around we would do tequila shots and right there's that's the only way i've ever done it yeah like everybody's like you know let's do a shot of tequila let's get that pat and ron and i'm like okay Cool, let's do Pat and Ron. So, you know, we would do Pat and Ron, and, right. and you know, like, the next day I'm, like, I'm just not feeling great, you know? Yeah. And um, so I remember going to, same thing, a bar downtown after work, and, um, you know, the, the bartender actually happened to be a big fan of tequila, like a connoisseur of tequila. It was at Centaur. So, so you just lucked out. Like, you, yeah. got, you got the person that had the knowledge. Yeah, like, it was Centaur. They're now closed, so, you know, I, I can shout them out. But, you know, shout out for closing, sorry. But... <laughs> You know, so he was like, look, do you like tequila? And I'm like, motherfucker, I just ordered like four shots of tequila. Like, like, yes, I like tequila. And, you know, so he was like, I got something better and cheaper. And so, like, you're already talking to me. Like, right, cheaper right. and better than Patron? Like, come on. Everybody knows Patron. So there's no way anything's better. Right. So he gave me El Himidor. And so we tried El Himidor and we were like, holy shit, this is really good. You and know? that's what catches you off guard, right? When someone yeah. tells you it's better but cheaper. That was yeah. what happened with that Pikes Creek. The guy was like, this is way cheaper, and you're going to like it better than Crown Royal. And I did. It was delicious. Yeah, you know, and, and it's not a knock against anybody and their their drinking preferences, no. but, like, I was blown away. So we started, you know, we, we, we started to talk about tequilas. And then, you know, he told me about Don Julio, and he explained, right. like, the difference between Blanco, Repo, and Yeho, Extra Yeho, and stuff like that. So that's when I took it upon myself to really, like you did, Let's do some research because I don't know shit about tequila, and I'm, right. I'm I'm trying to say like, oh, I love tequila. Well, I can't love tequila if I if, don't. If know. you don't even know this stuff, yeah, yeah, I don't even know what it means. So it's like I dug in, and you know, started to explore. So Don Julio was my next go-to, and then it just kind of took off from from there. And so once I learned like how much like less sugar was in tequila, it was 
oh, this is why people get hangovers. So I actually went to a distillery, uh, a vodka distillery, and they do rums and stuff like that out in Chelsea, Michigan. Okay. And um, that's where I learned the difference between like a dirty vodka and then a clean vodka. And it's just how they distill it, and then they cut it, and they take the dirty parts out so that way you get the best part of the spirit. Oh, okay. And and so learning all this, like researching it, it just was fascinating to me. And then as that happened and I learned and studied, then my taste in tequilas actually ended up going up. And then getting into the tequila business, that's a whole, whole other Yeah. That's a whole other well, story. And that's, and that's crazy, right, to hear that. So and we can backtrack. So mm-hmm. what, what led to the, the tequila? So you, at the point that we had met, corporate America. Yeah. <clears throat> what would be regarded as a, a, a decently high up position? Um, I, I was doing all right. You were doing, yeah, definitely doing all right. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly, just like, hey guys, guess what? I'm out now. Not knowing anything else behind the scenes, that's how the message that came to me was like, yeah. I'm out. I'm gonna go start doing tequila. Deuces. And that was it. And it was like, whoa, man, I just worked with this guy. Yeah. You're like he had just, I mean, you just moved over to this other area at the time I that did. we had started interacting with each other, and it was just like out of nowhere. Yeah. But. A, a huge amount of respect for someone that had that that position was was d- pretty high up in in the corporate structure, and to just deuces peace out and be like I'm gonna go yeah. do tequila, that was crazy. I mean, and and that, that's what people thought, you know. Like I mean, even even my family was like, you know, basically what the fuck, right. you know. And um, you know, it it, it was kind of worded differently, but like you know, to go back, <laughs> um. You know, for, I, if I was your family, I would have been yeah, like, what the fuck? You know, so I mean, like, my dad was, you know, he knew, like, what I was making, you know, and I was a divisional vice president. So, I mean, like, you're right. I was, I was pretty high up there. And, you know, for, for me, it was a lot of different things. So I love tequila. And my wife and I, we used to watch uh, Guy Fieri, Diners, Drivers, Dine, and Dives yeah. all the time, you know. And so, like, I remember one time turning around to her and I said, why doesn't anybody do this for the liquor industry? Like, why don't they do this? For tequila. And she, you know, just like a woman, never ask a woman a question like that because you know what the fuck's coming. Well, why don't you? And I'm like, shit. But that's a good question. I can't do this. Like we, so, so as a society, a lot of our defaults are to, I can't. Oh yeah. Just because that's the way that, you know, we, we are ingrained, you know, like we are ingrained in society to do certain things. It's yep. like you graduate, you go to college, you get a job. Like this is the plan, you know what I'm right. saying? So so where if, if you're in working class America and you're not in rich America where it's, you know, mostly entrepreneurs, where they're building right. businesses every day, like that's what we're supposed to do is like follow this whole pattern. And and so like her saying, you know, why not? It was like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to yeah. be in front of the camera. Right. So, you know, we, we just kind of let it, let it there. And look at you now in front of the camera. Well, yeah. And, and it's like, now I have no problem, you right. know? Uh, so, but you know, it kind of laid there, but the bug was there. Like it was, it was just like festering and it yeah. was like, well, well, can I do this? So, so, you know, we, we talked about it and it was like, all right, well, maybe I can do some shit like blogging, vlogging, whatever like right. that in the basement as, you know, for fun. So let's just do it for fun and um, we'll see where it goes from there. So with me, you know, going to, you know, where I was before, right. you know, like I, I was in corporate America since the age of 17. And it's like you you get to a point where you know what to expect. Right. And um, I knew what to expect. And it's just every day I, I, I just 
kind of tended to like it much less. Yeah. And like so many changes because corporate is going to change. And I understand it. Business is business. You have to change and grow with the times. I get it. But like, if it's not conducive to my health and my well-being, you know, I don't want to work 14 hours a day for something that I'm not passionate about. Right. Something that I don't love. You know, that, that, that just, that turns into, you know, what I always, always like to say is corporate slavery. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a slave to a check. You know, I'm a slave to becoming part of the trap. And part of the trap is what happens is because I hate my fucking job. I hate my life so much. I buy shit that I don't need. Right. I buy a bigger house than I don't need. I get multiple cars. I take multiple vacations a year to try to, you know, create a distraction. Right. So that way it to makes To take you it, away from it. Yeah, yeah, it becomes palatable to go and do what I do every day. So it's like, okay, in two two months. And you'll see people on social media. It's like 97 days till Cancun. And it's like, fuck. Like your life must you're, really you're be, counting it down it, it's terrible and and you know so like i'm glad you did this disclaimer so i'm gonna do a disclaimer because i'm i'm very open obviously i swear i drink i will talk i'm very passionate about business but i'm more passionate about people fulfilling their dreams and making dreams become a reality so you know if if it feels like i'm talking about you Fuck it, I probably am. Just going to lay it out there. But it's really meant to inspire and motivate you to do more in life. You know, it's like they always say you only live once. No, you only die once. It's like You you can live live multiple lives. I have recreated myself from where you knew me. And it's like now people are seeing me and it's like, well, he's a different person. You know, I left corporate America, lost 45 pounds. You know, I own my own business. I own multiple businesses. Now they're seeing me on TV. So it's like you can recreate yourself and and build a brand new life for you. Madonna did that shit every year. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like, why can't I do it? So, you know, getting back to the story is like, okay, the bug was there. And so, you know, going to work, just not being fulfilled, sitting in an office, looking out like, damn, the world is passing me by and I'm in this fishbowl. I'm in an aquarium. And I don't, I don't get to interact like, and I'm a social being, like I like interacting with people and it just, it started to just not be me anymore. And so I came home on a Friday. I was actually, I had a good day, felt good. And my wife was like, not looking good. And I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, what's wrong? Like I can see it on your face. Right. We wear Some, something's up. Yeah. Something's <laughs> going on. She was like 30 days. I won't have a job. Damn. Done. 30 days. They're moving all the financial, you know, aspects of her, her, her position back to New Jersey. Damn. And we had been talking about doing some other things, you know, because it's like, you know, people want to invest in stocks. They oh, want yeah. bonds, you know, right. gold, um, <clears throat> shit, what, what the 401k. And I'm yep. like, you know, th- these, this ain't for me. Like this is, you know, no offense to anybody, but I said like, Hey, I might offend you, but that's some sucker shit. Like I want to own equity in, in, in companies. Like that's where the real money is. That's why there's where these millionaires become billionaires. It's not because they're in a 401k. So I wanted to make my money really work for me right. and not get like a 3% interest over 50 years and where it's like, yeah. Oh, hopefully I get a $5,000 return. So, you know, I looked at things and it was like, damn, we need to figure something out. And so next day, you know, we went out to dinner. It was what it was. I had found out I was going to be moving again you know, um, at, in corporate, you right. know, and, and so I'm like, look, we got to figure this shit out. Like we get, we got to do something to where we don't have people dictating what happens, what happens. Uh, right? Like you're in control of me. Yeah. I'm not in control of me because you can knock 
on the door and say, hey, tomorrow you're, you're going, going somewhere here. else. Or right. you're demoted yep. or this. And it's just like, whether I like it or not, say I'm already caught in the trap because right. I bought too much shit. I owe too much money. So I have to do this. Right. And so we were in a good place. And so we were, we were just sitting, we were watching Guy Fieri again. And she was like, if you could do anything. Have you sent him a bottle yet? <laughs> no. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to send him a bottle. I want him to be my, my, my business partner. Right, there you, you go, know? right? Like, I have some other ideas. So, you know, so, like, it, it was a situation where if you could do anything, what would you do? Right. I don't own a tequila company. Boom. I said it. I put it out in the universe. Put it out there? And, 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 you know, I was like, I defaulted again, like much of society does. I can't do that. And she said, once again, why, why not? not? See, at least, and, and that's a good thing, right? Like, at least you had that that support there. Sure. Why not? Because I think sometimes people have those ideas. They put it out there. And like you said, ah, I can't do it. And the other person or support group is like, yeah, you know what? Probably can't. That's probably too hard. So, I mean, I think that's that you had that blessing of having someone that also had that mindset of why not? Totally. You know, and, and it comes from her, you know, so she's a 13-year survivor of pancreatic cancer. Damn. She's beat cancer three times. So for her... You know, the why not, it, why can't you? Right. You know, I mean, it's like Steve Jobs didn't beat pancreatic cancer. You know, not not to knock him, you know, or anything like right. that. But, but you, like you she did, did something that the odds were against you. Totally. I mean, pancreatic cancer, If I correct me if I'm wrong, that's like really, really low survival rates. Very low. You know, they caught it early, and she was in such phenomenal which, which shape. Which is great, because yeah. a lot of times they catch it, it's too late. They caught it by mistake. You know, that, so, <laughs> even, so it, it was crazier. like a fluke. You know, so like this is going to make a great Hallmark Lifetime movie one day. You know, ma- <laughs> know maybe The Rock that. will play me, um, you know, if he's lucky. But, you know, it, it's it's a situation where... <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it's good, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it, it's truly a situation where it was like, why not? Well, why right. can't we? And so like really I defaulted into, you know, well, we can't. And then I said, okay, well, if you find a distillery that we can work with, We'll, we'll, we'll approach it. I'll take a look at it. But still in my mind, JP, I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I know we can't do this. So anyway, in the meantime, I'm talking to one of my good friends, you know, to be an investor because, you know, it, it's going to take right, money and take stuff capital, like that. Right? And I, I want somebody else that has good business sense, you know, really, really savvy with business. And so, I think that's key, right? Surrounding yourself totally. with the right people. Like you have to, there's too, there's too often where it, it's like the, Hey, I'm going to start something and my friend's going to jump in and that's not the right choice. Uh, I, I know someone that their brother had a company with someone else and that other person spent it all on strippers and drugs and, and they went bankrupt. <laughs> Doesn't so, sound like, terrible, but, but you know what I mean though? But that, that that's that thing, like that business yeah. savvy and having someone that, that understands what you're trying to do and is going to make rational decisions. <laughs> Absolutely. 100. So it's like, you know, he is, you know, thinks very similar to me. It's like, you know, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's be crazy. But, you know, he's also a good yin to my yang. So it's okay. like we have a great balance. And then, you know, there, there's my wife. So, you know, so she found a distillery in two days. Not even fucking kidding. And two I days. don't even know where to look. Like... You can find everything. Like you can it's find it's the internet. Well, that's yeah. one of the blessings of nowadays, yeah. right? Like you can find everything. You might not be able to trust what you're finding, but you can find Absolutely. everything. You you can buy anything <laughs> on the internet. Like right now, you can probably buy you know babies. You know, I'm and, sure and of there's it. somewhere you on know, the dark buy web. Drugs, yes. like all these different things. So like in two days, legitimately, she found a distillery, and and so 
you know, she came back and I still defaulted like, oh, there's going to be some bullshit. Right. Like, this is going to be the worst <laughs> Like, there's going to be something in there that's yeah. going to cause it to not work or not be worth it, right? Yeah, because like most people, we talk ourselves out of things. We yeah. let our inner voice, you know, instead of shutting it down, we let it amplify. Yep. And so, like, that's what I was doing. So, we finally got the samples. All three of us sat down and we cracked them open. Like, I wasn't going to crack anything open until we were all, all present. All together, right. And so we tried the Blanco. So there was a Blanco, Repo, um, Añejo, Extra Añejo. So real quickly, mm -hmm. what the hell is the difference? So the, a Blanco is the truest form of tequila. Okay. So it's typically, you know, aged only one to two months in, really? in the vats okay. that it actually is distilled in. So it's really not even aged. It just takes that long to produce. And then, you know, they, they, they bottle it. So gotcha. that that's really what a blanco is. So that's the truest form. It's most people talk about it as clear or white, you right. know, whatever like that. Blanco does mean white, white. silver, yep. or whatever. So that is the true. The only difference is with the reposado, añejo, and extra añejo is that they're aged. So that's where you get the color from. So a misconception about tequila is, you know, most people will say like, I don't fuck with dark liquor. Well, you're really not. All right. you're doing is just getting that coloring from whatever barrel it was that it was aged in. Right. You know, and, you know, most of them are aged in white American oak. Ours are okay. aged in whiskey barrels for the Reposado. So, you know, that that's the difference. And then we have the infused with coconut lime. So, but that's it. So, like, our Reposado is aged eight months. You know, sometimes, most of the time, like, they're, they're six to eight months. You know, over a year is an Añejo. And then extra Añejo is, is two years aged. So, it just... That's the only difference. But tequila is tequila. It's not going to be, you know, any difference. So, like, I, I love educating people so that way they understand. Right. And we do have a Blanco coming out. We have a coconut lime. We have a Reposado. We do have a Blanco coming right. out sometime either this summer or later on this summer. And it is extremely smooth you, you're not going to get that pepper to where you need a tums or right. you know you get acid reflux i don't, or, I don't suffer that so i'm lucky beautiful so you know it's just <laughs> but, not going to do and that. that and that's that's the doing the homework part right yeah because like that was the same way with whiskeys that's how i was like okay what's what's the difference because they're all True. technically whiskeys but then there's bourbon there's bourbon. tennessee whiskey there's irish yeah. whiskey there's scotch yeah. there's canadians then there's rise and there's you know like bourbon and all that stuff and it's i mean there's so much that goes to in certain areas have specific rules and yes. it, it's really crazy to, to to see all the different rules for to classify as a certain kind like uh, you know the the mash mix has to have so much oh, rye yeah. to be a rye and then yep. they can only be distilled or bottled at a certain proof and all this stuff like it's really crazy so no, you're right <clears throat> tequila is, is kind of the same way so tequila is the, the 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 most regulated spirit in the world and you know that's a whole like like that's a tequila we should do a cinco de mayo like type <laughs> of episode to just really talk about tequila but getting back to the business yes. story though so, sorry so, i just wanted to no, clarify no, you're, what the you're that difference so we tried the blanco and i really didn't want to like it because it's like you don't there's no way I can do this. It's going to be expensive. Like, how can we do this? And I tried the Blanco, the first one, and I'm like, shit, this ain't bad. And at what point, when you t tasted these, had you become a tequila aficionado? Was this at the beginning? Were you already pretty knowledgeable in the tequila stuff? Yeah, like, I knew what I liked. So gotcha. in my bar at that time, 
you know, I probably only had about 40 different brands okay. of tequila, you know, to where now I have over, I don't know, 105, yeah. 110, something so, like that. So you were decently knowledgeable then of, as far as, like, what you liked, yeah. what you thought would be good. Yeah, I knew what was going to be premium, and, you know, and um, that, that's that's the only market that I wanted to get into. Right. And, and so, like, okay, it's good. And then we tried the Reposado, and then we tried the – and it, it was a good time. Like, trust me, like, by the end of it, <laughs> it's like, holy shit, I'm like, right. I'm kind of fucked up, and this is work. Right. And so we said – there and you know my business partner he was not a tequila guy he was more like a scotch whiskey okay and and high-end wines and so we looked at each other and was like oh shit what do we want to do because this right. this is actually pretty good and can we do this so then it came down to the numbers okay and you know my wife has an mba and then she you know is also in finance so she ran the numbers did all the numbers anything that you needed and it was like this is the number that you need. And it was, once again, well, fuck, we can do small batch okay. and see what it works. And, you know, truly what started out is let's do this as an investment, you know, instead of 401k, stocks, bonds, stuff right. like that. We can Maybe we can do this as a real business on the okay. side. I can keep my whole corporate job. Right. We can all still work and stuff like that. And so, we talked about that. That's a lot of people got side hustles. Yeah. You know, it's a side hustle. And so... Things just started to change for me, you know, in my perception. And, you know, it, it came down to listening to the radio. One day I was on my way to work and they did a replay on uh, WJLB, The Breakfast Club with um, Dame Dash. Okay. And he used to own Rockefeller, right. you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, he was talking about, you know, being your own boss. And it just really resonated, you know, with me. It just really, it hit me. It was a message that came out of nowhere. And it was like, you know, working for somebody else. You know, truly, the the message is is you're never going to get far. You know, because right. you're, it, it's just going to be a situation where you, there's just you're dictated by what they want. You right. have to do things that you want. So there are things that happened. You know, before I left corporate America, that it just it kind of challenged my integrity. I I couldn't see myself doing that. Right. And I didn't want to do that anymore. And there was no fun in it. There was no passion. The only passion was the people because I I love the people. Right. I, I miss the people every day, but. Other things, I just I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. So, as luck would have it, you know. So we start all this tequila thing, you know, and and, and so this this started nothing. this adventure started yeah. before before the actual leave because yeah. that was one thing. Like I, I talked to someone yesterday <clears throat> that started a telecom com, uh, company, and that was kind of the conversation, right? Like, was it a you know what, fuck it, I'm done, and now I'm going to start doing this? Or did the the research and all that stuff, because sometimes I think people make those snap decisions, just like, screw it, I'm done, and I'm going to try to do this without doing the research yeah. or without starting to explore everything. So you definitely had started exploring all of this before Absolutely. making this, that jump. This was definitely months into it, you know, and you know, or months before I left. And, you know, it was like, okay, we can make this work. Let's do it. Let's do small batch. We figured it all out, came up with the logo, all that type of stuff. And... You know, within the meantime, it was, all right, well, this is going to take a while. Like, I don't even know how long this is going to take. Right. So, you know, Teak Tequila, we're hoping that it hits before, you know, 2019 or 2018. I'm sorry, 2018. But, like, I don't know because we're right. brand new. We don't know what we don't know. So, so you know, it, it ended up taking longer, okay. um, unfortunately. So, but with that, you know, I just was getting to that point where, I, I was done. And so sitting on the couch, once again, watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Jeez, man. If I'm you're not plugging you, man, this guy like crazy. I'm telling you. This is, this is where my best ideas came from, you know. So hopefully I get to meet, you know, this guy one day. 
And so, you know, it was, you know, we came back to doing this for the liquor industry. Right. And so it was, well, maybe we can. And, you know, so I just started to think about the camera. I had a DSLR. Let's record. I don't know how to do any of this, but, you know, as luck would have it, um, I just started writing it down, like just what I wanted to accomplish with this, you know, and review tequilas from around the world and really help the agave market because I figured if I can, you know, in the meantime, help blow this world up or make an impact, then what will happen when my tequila comes out is people look at me as, oh, he knows what he's talking talking about. about. And so I I get taken more seriously. That's that's a great way to approach it. And like what we were talking about before, like as far as like I'm not a huge tequila drinker, this stuff is delicious and I could just sip it. That's one thing that I like because there's a lot of liquors that I I don't feel like you could just sip and that's kind of what I look for. Um, But like when I go to the the store, tequila is not the biggest section of of liquor. So to me... I would have thought this is a really hard market to break it into is. just because there's only <laughs> there's only a few big name ones and maybe yeah. a couple of the specialty ones, but that's it. So yeah, I mean that's like a, a genius idea to build up that I know what I'm talking about and then bam. Yeah, that, that and that's really like and honestly like I've never told anybody this story. You know like like, like well, thank publicly. You. Thank you for yes. for allowing this, this, this to be the your, first platform. Yeah, this is the only platform that I've really shared this story. So you know, so we knew Teak Tequila. We knew it was going to be Teak Tequila. And it was... Where'd that name come from? Sorry. Sitting on the couch and saying, what do you want to call it? And I'm like, I don't know. Tequila, tequila, Teak, Teak. Okay. Teak. Because it is simple. It's one word. Yep. You know, a lot of tequilas come out and it's like, habanancho, yeah, da, da. It's and got the like, Spanish flavor to yeah, it. Yeah. And... Like, you're not going to remember that. What do you remember? Janet, Michael, Prince. You know, like these are names that just right. resonate, you know, and so you want something that is easy to remember. And then it's like Teak Tequila. They're so similar. Tequila is just right. one extra E. So so it kind of works out. And, you know, so that's where the name, you know, came from. So, and no trouble with with branding, making sure because like like that was one of the struggles with this <laughs> was finding a name that that represented what I wanted to do um, and then finding something that was actually available that I could that I could go and, and buy like the website and, and all that stuff. Right. Like that was a hard thing to come up with. So, I went through so many names. So when you come in and, and this is a whole other business thing, when you come into trademarking anything, 90% of the time you're going to have some trouble. So those are things like I can't speak on. So there are, there are some things that we're working on gotcha. right now, but yes, there, there, there is, it, it's a funny story. But yes, there are some things out there. So like Teak Tequila, the domain, all that stuff, you know, Teak Spirits. You know, um, th- th- so the other reason why we chose Teak Spirits as our domain is because we're also an importer. So most people gotcha. don't know we're an importer now. Okay. So I can. Oh, bring I remember s- you seeing saying that yeah. you're gonna get those a birthday yeah. gift, right? Yep. I want other brands <laughs> around the world, like you know, to bring into this country. Right. And, you know, obviously it's a business I can make money, but I, I I want other people to experience great brands. Right. And I have some fantastic brands, you know, in my house that are rum, you know, that are gin. That you'll be able to import. Ooh, yeah. gin. So gin is one of my gin things. Gin is hot. I gin, got a gin, gin is one of my. I've been on gin for a while. I helped get a fifteen years. <laughs> oh man! Like I mean, but the gin movement is strong. It, it's it's definitely picking up. Yes, really strong. You know, and and so I helped get this gin brought into the country under another importer, and that's where it clicked. It was like, oh wait a minute, like I can do. We can. You do could this. be that importer. Yeah. So right. why am I going to give money? Like why am I going to have like send somewhere? You know, send somebody somewhere to make money 
when I can make money off that. Right. And I love doing this. So it's like, I want to help people's dreams come true. And this dude, he still messages me like every couple of weeks. And, and he's like, you know, thank you so much. You know, you don't understand. He's, the, the he's a little company in, right. in, in Denmark. Okay. You know, a gin company in Denmark, but it's one of the best gins I've ever had. All right. And so, you know, so sitting on the couch, I'm like, you know, what, what, what do we do? Like, how can I present myself? Well, let's create a brand to where I can do some blogging. I was just going to do blogging. Right. And is that where the, the Teak Life came yeah. from? Yeah. So, you know, I knew the tequila was going to come, you know, it's going to take a while to come out. So how can I play on Teak Tequila? Well... If you're drinking tequila and you're you're living a certain lifestyle of sophistication and elegance like Rob Report, you're living a teak life. And that's really what it was, is okay. I wanted to create a slogan, are you living a teak life? Okay. And so teak life came out of that. So I knew what I could do is market and brand like Richard Branson has done right. for Virgin. Um when the tequila comes out, you already know about teak. Now you can get them confused and say, like, give me that teak life. But still, people are going to realize, like, the core word is right. teak. it's teak. Yeah, yep. it's teak. So it's like, you know, down the road, what, what else do I want? Like, I have other ideas to market and brand this, and, and that's what we're, we're going to do. But, like, that's where teak life kind of came out of. Gotcha. So, you know, I, I ended up putting in my two weeks at, at my, my previous job, which ended up going five weeks. Um, really? They, they, they wanted me to stay because some things were going on. <laughs> and so I stayed. And, um... You know, I, I was plugging Teak Life. I knew the tequila was going to be there, but I knew it was going to take a while. I was hoping that it would right. be out by the new year, but, you know, whatever it so, was. So, And that was part of it. Like, when you had when you had sent out, like, you were leaving and, and the tequila thing, like, the Teak Life was that the first thing that I saw. Yeah. Which I was like, this looks more like a lifestyle thing than just yeah. a tequila. And it wasn't really until I started seeing you on social media plugging, like, we're in this store. Teak Tequila's out here. Yeah. And, and, and at the point that I reached out to you was when – you plug the restaurant right down the street that's carrying it. Like, you, okay. that, and I was like, oh shit, that's right down the street. Okay. So, oh, okay, okay. He's getting into a bunch of places. That's like a like a, a newer restaurant that had just opened. I know which one you're talking about. Yep. Uh, uh, the, so that was where I was like, oh, really getting out there. Let me, yeah. let me see. And then I had started this thing at the beginning of the year. I was like, let me reach out to see how this is all going and where it's and after that man it's been blowing up i mean it has the all tequila, over the place. The, the, so teak life was doing very well so my initial investment you know it like i was going to do blogging right and you know then right before i left there was um a guy who did production that we we kind of worked with you know and stuff like that and he wanted to come on board and do videos and so you know he did an amazing job like it work is phenomenal business savvy not so good <laughs> and and so but you know he sometimes you just bring on people and you know they were a partner they were actually a partner and, and the agreement was okay we need to recoup the initial investment and then we start making profit right but these brands because everything was going so good they were reaching out and and wanting to you know do some episodes and do some social media marketing right. with teak life but it would take way too long to do these videos and no company is going to wait three to four months right and so i started doing some time, time is of the essence absolutely. In, in this game absolutely obviously. especially if they're paying you like you know yeah. so i wanted it to be you know a, a a business a real you know like a like a gary vanderchuk you know social media marketing advertising which it could have blown up into so 
you know, unfortunately, we parted ways. And, um, you know, I continued on just doing my DSLR, you know, right. type of stuff and ended up making a profit Good. off of that. That's awesome. That could help me sustain not working. working. Right. You know, so it was like I had a savings. I had a nest egg. And then it was like I, I was bringing in some money to just at least help pay the bills. Right. But then also getting my face out there. Because that's what was important. Because it's like the more that you're recognized, it's all about marketing and branding. It, it, it is. And networking. And, that, and that's, a, that's a genius strategy, right? Um, and, and what I think is interesting is, so I had another guest that started a podcast. And when we got down to the root of why she started a podcast, it was because she planned on writing a book and she wanted to build a following before writing and releasing that book. And to me, I wrote a book. That okay. I did it backwards, but that was a genius idea of starting this platform. And then what was interesting was at the point mm. that she had only planned to do it for like a season, uh, when she had decided like, okay, I'm done. She had built enough of a fan base that were like, no, you can't stop. You got to keep going. So now actually this thing that started off as a yeah. marketing ploy for something different that she wanted to pursue has turned into its own thing and bigger than originally she right. had intended. So that's, I mean, that's a genius way to go about it. Like, let's build this, get my name out there, get my face out there as, like you said, as someone that's knowledgeable about this yeah. market so that when I come to market with my own thing, there's a trust there already. Yeah, and and then it would have been multiple companies. So we would have had this, you know, platform to do influencer marketing, you know, content strategy, like all these different things. It didn't quite work out. And then like I'm too busy to really focus on Teak Life. And, you know, I have brands reaching right. out to me still and it's just like I can't accommodate it because I don't have it. And you got you gotta pick and choose what's more important. Right. So so right now like Teak Life, you know, I, I do a little bit of stuff, but it's more for fun, you know, and different things like that. I've had to turn down money, but you know, it is what it is. The greater good is getting my brand out there. Um, you know, but with that being said is like, yeah, I did exactly that. So when the tequila was finally coming and I knew it was coming you know, it was, and you went with wow. the distillery that you tried, right? Yeah, yeah, we went everything. So like, it ended up not coming out until August of 2018, August 27th, 2018. Wow. So that's so not that took, long ago. It, it's it's not that long ago. So to put this in perspective, it took us 11 months to come to market. And one of the things is is like we had a change in presidency. That change in presidency actually made it worse for us because there were tariffs that were levied against you know. China against Mexico, right. like it, there, there were wars, there were yeah, some trade yeah, wars that trade started, right. and you know, so it ended up costing a little bit more. So my marketing budget had to go out the window because we had to pay these taxes, these right. extra tariffs. So it was like, oh shit. Well, everything happens for a reason. I mean, that's just the way that I believe. So for me, leaving corporate America when I did, it allowed me to learn social media, to learn the importance of social media, and if you think that you can't build a business you're fucking insane because having social media at your disposal and not putting out there like you know my dog just raped a rabbit like but don't push it like, yeah. put, you're a brand you know and that's what drives me crazy so it's like you know if you're a brand and you know i see your brand and then i see you know like mickey mouse might have fucked donald duck <laughs> you know like you're not branding yourself. Right. You're using this for a personal platform, you know, or opinionated. Like, I don't, I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics, you know, or anything like that. I keep to the brand, you know. And my brand is very simple. You know, it's everything focused with, you know, the business ventures that I have. But then also trying to illustrate that you can do anything in this world 
if you're willing and ready and put put in actionable steps to get there. Right. You can do it. Like, I mean, one of my best friends, she lost her job. Um, she was there 16 years. I think I know who you're going with. Yeah. And, you know, so... She, she, the, sal- the salon, right? Yeah, yeah. She was like my good friend. And I, I kept telling her like, Lo, just do it. Do not go back to corporate America. You are going to hate yourself. You're not going to be happy. How do you have this trust? You can't have a trust with corporate America when they can come up and tap you on the shoulder at any fucking time and say you no longer work there. How, how is that safety? Right. How is that security in a position? And that's all over the place. It's just if they're going to downsize. And one yes, of the things, it. yeah, with me, it's like I knew eventually it was going to happen because of automation. Yep. I've read so much about data automation, you know, not just robotics. I mean, you look at the, the yeah. auto industry, but like data, you yes. know, just being able to extrapolate data from somewhere that eliminates jobs. Yep. You know, like, I mean, just think about our parents. Did they ever think we'd have a, a, a self-checkout at a Target? I, I don't. Do you use the self-checkout? I, I do. I don't. Conf- I, I, I'm, I'm not working that day. Because, the, well, here's the problem. <laughs> is like the line of, of their two cashiers, you know, because they, they force you. It's a funnel. It, I mean, it's a genius idea. Yeah, They're, they're going to go pick out their groceries. They're yeah. going to scan their groceries. Yeah. They're going to bag their groceries. Yeah. I mean, so, it's like, a genius idea. I rebel. I don't want, like, <laughs> if, if I can avoid it, I do. But if like if yeah, I look and it's like a Saturday afternoon and there's only two cashiers, cashiers. and I'm which looking, one's gonna be faster? Yeah, and my I have two items. Hates that I don't do it. <laughs> it's it's just I have two items. I'm not standing. No, in, in those in those instances, yeah, I get that. But when we we're rolling with a two hundred dollars shopping cart, <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, I that, now that that turns into a no. But 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 I do help. You know, I'm very conscientious and I bag all my groceries yeah. for the cashier. You know, because I use my own bags, I want to recycle, I want to be, you know, good for, for the environment. But it's like, you know, I also want to, you know, help them out too right. and help it go faster for them. So that way, yeah, like their job is needed. Yep. You know, I'm not trying to eliminate jobs, right. but like I knew in corporate America, especially in the financial sector, anything that can be data automated, they're going to. They're going to. Because right. it's more precise. You don't have to worry about somebody going over to polly's desk i'm just gonna use polly i don't know it's like a 1940 name probably but like you know and talking and bitching about the boss what do you, you remove what do you eat for like yeah like yeah. just all these different time wasters you yep. know and stuff so you know like that's the way i saw the curve going so yes we we got everything together teak life was out there doing money and then it was like man this tequila is taking so much longer because you have to work with two governments. It's the most So the government spirit. where it's, it's being made, and then our government, right? Correct. So you have Mexico, you have the Mexican government, and you have the American government. So let's quiz. Let's, let's, do, a, let's do a quick quiz. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Which government do you think took longer? Ours? Absolutely. Can you fucking believe that? The Mexican government was like, boom, done. Done. And I'm like... How is this taking so long? Like, so, so really, when I've talked to other tequila brand owners, I know of one that it took them nine years to come to market. That's ridiculous. Nine years. Because at that point, how do you stick with that? In, you know what I mean? Like, nine years, that's, that's tough to even like stick that out. Like, oh, I'm going to do this, but it's going to take me nine years. Yeah. They, they got ripped off. They went with the wrong companies. Their bottles were wrong. Like, all these different things, just bad things kept happening. We came to market in 11 months. And I think that speaks volumes, but it's also we didn't know 
shit about the industry. Right. So it's like, fuck it. Do we make mistakes? Yeah, you're always going to make mistakes. Make mistakes, right. You know, you pay for this. You didn't need to pay for this. You did this, you know. Like Teak Life, the glass you're drinking out of. My Teak Life glass, yeah. I got glasses. Thank you very much, sir. You're very welcome. These are yours. So, you know, it, it's just a situation where you make some, some judgment calls. Right. And they don't work out. But everything helps you to learn a lesson. You know, like everybody always says, like, take an L, meaning yeah, you, you got to take, take loss. the loss. Right. No, I take the L as a learning experience. I learn from it. It's never a loss if I can learn if, from if you, something. If you get some kind of something yeah. from it, yep, some you lesson. You got to get some content. So, you know, Teak Life, you know, is kind of taking a back seat. And so when we finally had a date, you know, that we were going to release the tequila, August 27th, we good. You know, so we picked it up. And we just by sheer coincidence, we were going to Cancun. So I'm like, man, <laughs> I really wanted this to be out, you know, on the market like a right. month before Cancun. So that way we could get a little bit of traction. But we pick it up. I pick it up, the samples at the warehouse. And um, the next day we fly out to Cancun. And so all these things are going in my head like, holy shit, this is real now. How am I going to do this? Right, because you literally have your bottle. Yeah. With, with the branding, everything already on it. Like, yeah. you've got your bottle. Yeah. And, and that, I'm I like, mean, th- that had to feel really good, right? It, 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 was, it was very, like, you, you go through an anxious phase. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you have anxiety. Like, is it going to sell? How do we do this? Well, sure. So it's like, you know, we have somebody that's working for us that's supposed to place it in stores, but then you learn... Maybe they're not, you know, placing because you're a new brand, you know, they, they you, you got to show them. So it's like, right. okay, well, fuck, I got to get out there and I got to get this in stores. So does my business partner, my other business right. partner, you know, so my wife is a COO and then I have a co-CEO. Um, and so we, we got to hustle. We got to do this. So I'm going from being a DVP, making an absurd amount of money to walking into a store. And my first store was in Ypsilanti. I walked in the store and I'm shaking. Any reason why Ypsilanti? Um, close to Canton where I live. Okay. So I mean that's the first store that I visited. Right. We did get into another like a store before that in Canton that I had a great relationship with, and then when I when I announced it on social media, they sold out like four times within two weeks. Wow. Like that's just everybody was driving out to Canton. And I'm like, holy shit, like, what did we do? They were amazed. They couldn't believe it. But I'm like, okay, this is one store. Right, one store. Now shit's getting real. Like, we got to get other stores. So close to home, went to Ypsilanti, walked into the store, didn't know what I was doing. You know, and, and, you know, you you have that. Like, I mean, I was somebody of a certain stature, and now I'm starting at the bottom. Bottom, yeah. And this is where I got it. I got to crawl like baby, baby crawl before I can even... You have to grind it out at that point, right? Had to. So I walk in and he was like, yeah, give me one and one, so, which that means one bottle of each. Right. And I walked out and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm doing like this little dance. I'm happy. Like, this is the shit. Like, I just, <laughs> this is going to be easy. Like, I just got one and one. Went to another store, one and one. You know, then you get turned down. Then you right. get turned down again. Then I went to another store and it's like, okay, give me three and three. And then you sell your first cases, you know, and then they're like, a case is six. So they're like, yeah, give me six of each. Now that process, is that like, hey, let's try this so you can taste it? Or is it just a, hey, I'm trying to, to sell this, this tequila, I'm trying to sell this, this product, and they just, all right, give me the one bottle to see how it does? Like, how does that work? So yeah, so the one bottle is like, let's see how it does. Right. You know, we were not, we, shelf space is a premium in a retail environment, so 
We don't want to put something that's just going to sit there for 35 years right. and never sell. And never sell. Um, so, you know, we'll do one and one. Three and three, they kind of believe in you a little bit more. Six and six, they, they're, they're, they they're pretty much some... tried it. Gotcha. So not all store owners will try the product, which, you know, I would like for them to try it. But like a lot of them don't drink. Right. You know, and it's just like, okay, you own a liquor store, but you don't drink. That's interesting to me, but whatever. I, I got a liquor store to recommend to you, too. Yeah, cool. I got another one. I like it. So, yeah. so Because so, he definitely drinks. And that's what I like because <laughs> I want somebody to taste it because once they taste it, then it, we get in. And, and I've literally had store owners like, holy shit, that's good. Holy shit. Like I said, I could sip on that. Like, that's what I look for. I don't look for – I'm not trying to do shots. Yeah, I'm looking neither. for something that I can relax, unwind at home – Watch a movie, play some video games or something, and just sip on. Yeah. And I could definitely do that with that. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I wanted to create, you know, create this drinking experience. So that's what it is. On-premise, which are restaurants, bars, you know, those are a yep. little bit harder, you know, to get into. But, you know, like, that that's kind of the process. That's what you do. And, you know, I didn't wait for anybody. I didn't want to wait for anybody. Right. So it's like, you know, we came out, we sold pretty decently, and then Christmas hits. So the holidays, stores don't bring on new shit. So then I have this whole lull. Well, they want the tried and, and true, the, the gift packages, all that you stuff. You got it. They want what they know they can move immediately. Right. They don't want to bring out anything. So it's like then, you know, we hit right after Thanksgiving. And because I, I focus more on social media, I'm still getting some sales. I'm still getting some, you know, new stores, but not like I was getting. Not like you were. And, you know, so then you go through a depression. You go through anxiety, you know, and it's like, damn, did I do the right thing? Right. You know, I mean, I... I, I I don't know. Like, especially after you were like having this high, right? Yeah. I mean, you were like, Oh, okay. I'm oh. starting to move cases. And then yeah, the drop, yeah, yeah. that's, that's gotta and, be tough. Yeah. It went from like, you know, my first month, which is, is not big, but just, just to put it in perspective, like 25, 27 cases. And you're like, right. Holy shit. In my first month. And this is the first month. So it's only going to grow from here. So this is good. And then it goes down to like, you know, right before the holiday, the holiday season, whatever like that to like 15 cases. And you're like, Oh boy! Right. Like, what am I gonna do? You know, am I gonna have to get another job? Well, what job? happened, right? Too like, what happened? Yeah. Well, it, it was the holidays, and they don't bring on any. And you know, I don't think like that. Right. I always think like, you know, what can I do to get it better? So the new year comes, and it's like, cool, we can get back out there. Then we start to get shitty weather, <laughs> so we get ice, <laughs> and, and you know that's gonna affect people yeah. going out and doing stuff, right? Yeah. So and then and then you get stores you're you know going into well nobody drinks tequila during the winter time, right. and it's like that's bullshit. Like I already know that that's bullshit. So you're just spinning <laughs> me. Sometimes tequila is people's that's their choice, like their top yeah. choice. It's 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 just a lot of stereotypes. Right. So you know whatever, fuck it. So. I got to go out there and hustle. So January, you know, we pick back up to like, I think like 17, 20 something cases, whatever like that. February comes around. I'm out there hustling, grinding. And it wasn't like double. And to where like this last month, you know, we're at, I think just over 60 cases. Ooh, man. And we're just getting to the summer. Right. We're just getting. In the summer, I mean, if you want to go with the stereotypes, I mean, the summer is. Yeah tequila <laughs> i haven't hit the boaters yet you know what oh, i'm saying like yeah. all these different aspects but it's like social media is caught on so you know what happened we got into local papers which got right. sh shared in you know the detroit free press and then you know we get on you know channel four live in the d then we get on wjlb i got some something else that's coming right. that's going to be really big which is awesome right because like yeah. those are those are huge impact yeah. things like being on tv now was there like something going on with uh your drink pouring or something what happened there so my my <laughs> the, 
so the pourers, and this is another company like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of working with. Um, but like sometimes your pourers don't pour well. So the metal pourers and right, stuff yeah. like that, the spout that you stick into the bottle. Yeah. yeah. So like it just it wasn't pouring really fast. I don't know if it got clogged <laughs> up or something dried, so it wasn't pouring. And I and it's like I shouldn't have put the pour. I should have just you know just poured it right out. Of the but bottle. it's like it's really weird because. You set up for it, it takes you like thirty five minutes to set up for four minutes. Right. I mean that's just really what it is. And then it's like you know here's what we're gonna cover. Cool. That's everything. And then it's like they only asked one thing of right. what they said they were gonna cover. Right. But it's like it went off. And you know to our part and many people don't know that this because you know I talked to the producer afterwards on the internet it was shared. And here's what's really fucked up. That was the day. <laughs> That that happened, and it came out on, on social media, right? Um, on their website, Instagram and Facebook went down. Of course. That entire day, <laughs> Instagram and Facebook went down. It didn't come back up until like 10 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, these all these shares that I should be getting, I'm not getting. Right. So, you know, that goes into the branding and stuff like that. However, it was one of the most shared episodes that they've had this year really yeah it ended up getting i think 1500 shares that's awesome and it's just you know where it's where it's gone and that's where i went into a store on friday and they were i have a good relationship with this store and they said there have been some very prominent and very well-known people in michigan asking for teak tequila by name that's awesome i mean that's got to feel good right well it does but then i'm like well who <laughs> who right you want to know and, who? and then they're like well we can't tell you that but just let you know just let you know your message That's is getting awesome. out there and then people are saying you know what are you doing with social media like how are you doing this and i'm like this is me you know i have somebody that helps me here and there right. and stuff like that but like this is me so i work you know the the illusion of being an entrepreneur it's not all glam it's not glitz. No. I am on my fucking phone Constantly. all the time doing social media. Now it's gotten to the point where I get people, you know, messaging me all the time to sponsor this event. Like we we just yesterday I got messaged on on a Saturday night to sponsor a pretty high profile golf event for okay. charity. All right. And I'm like, okay, can we make this work? You know, um, it's just all these different things are coming. Uh, and it's just because people take you seriously. Right. You know, you get in front of the TV, you get on a podcast, you get on the radio, like whatever it may be, it brings validity to your brain. Right. This is not some bullshit, you know, to where I'm, you know, I came up with a lip gloss in my kitchen, you know, and I'm trying to market it and it's just in a masonry jar. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, For sure. it's a real business and you can make anything into a real business. You can make that lip gloss into a real business, but it's going to take sacrifice. Yep. And the sacrifice was for me to know to get get 30 steps ahead was to leave my job. Right. Because and that's the scary part, right? Like, it's, it's extremely that, scary. And I think that's the big fear that a lot of people face is that that jump, right? That And you talked about it, Like, you talk yourself out of it because that's a scary proposition to go from, like, something that's consistent and stable yeah. to – Shit! I'm gonna take this this chance and just see what happens. Yeah, a lot of people are, can't don't want to do that, and that was like well, when I said earlier that a friend of mine that's his philosophy is like the nine to fives always be there. You can you can leave that life, try your thing. If it doesn't work, you can always go back. Like those things are gonna always be there, and it's just it's crazy, especially to see like what was really impressive to me was again it wasn't someone that was like 
you know, just doing an entry level job or basic whatever <laughs> job and working on the side thing. This is someone that like in in my eyes or in the in in the company like had it, was doing I was really fucking well, right? I was up there. like, damn, and you just made that jump. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, for me that's inspiring because that's like it can be done. If right. I can do it, for I mean, sure. Truly, it, but so like to even go back so I listened to Dame Dash on The Breakfast Club. There was another show on The Breakfast Club, and they had an economist, Dr. Boyce Watkins. And he was talking about having that fuck you money. Right. And, you know, he couldn't <laughs> say that. Money. He couldn't say that. He was like, F you money. Yeah, and I'm F like, you money. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, F you money? What is that? And then, you know, I had a slow moment. And I was like, oh, he's talking about fuck you money. And so Charlemagne the guy was like, well, what's right. F you money? It's like when you get tired of it, you analyze your spendings. So, like, everything it costs for you to live. And you compare that to your savings. So we sat down and we looked at that. And it was like I realized I had fuck you money for about two and a half years. And it was like, okay, if I can't make this, to your point, if I can't make this happen in two and a half years, I can go back somewhere. Right. Like I have a safety net. Right. I can go back. And then you get to a point where you know, there's been so many times where I'm like, man, like – I, I probably need to get a job, you know, like, I right. don't know if this is going to work every time. I'll just be honest. Like if you step out on faith I, and work hard, I believe the universe will protect you. The universe will send you signs. This is where you need to be. So my first sign was the day after we picked up the bottles, we flew out to Cancun. Right. Now the logo is a hummingbird. Yep. And, and where does that come from? So it's a personal story. Um, it, it, it's a mythological creature. It's a part of La, you know, Mexican folklore with the Aztec gods. Okay. Uh, it was a protected bird. But for me, it's a couple of different things. So I always felt like the hummingbird should not be a caged bird. And that's the way the, the Aztec gods, you know, believe. So in, in the Aztec culture is you're not supposed to hold a hummingbird. It should never be captured. It should never be caged because the essence of the hummingbird it's meant to be free and fly all over the place. So it, the bird will die. So if, if you hold or capture a hummingbird, it's, it's supposedly folklore, myth, that it'll die. And I've actually held a hummingbird. I rescued a hummingbird. Really? I was up north in Charlevoix. I, I rescued a hummingbird. And that I've was, only seen a hummingbird like a handful of times. Isn't it crazy? Like, I mean, you don't see them that much. They're no. so elusive. They're so light. And they're crazy when you see them in yeah. person. They're crazy. It's they're just beautiful. crazy to see... I mean, like it just yeah. hovers there almost. It's nuts. Yeah, it's like a helicopter. It's yeah. nature's helicopter. So, you know, um, you know, like I think of Skittles for some reason. Nature's can't do it. But anyway, so yeah, so it's like, you know, I've had a hummingbird fly by my head three times. And in folklore, if a hummingbird flies by you, it, meant, it it's, means good things are coming your way. Okay. So as a sign, picked up the bottles, go to Cancun, having dinner, Mexican, look up, there's hummingbirds right above my head and i'm like if like i looked at my wife i'm like is this if this isn't a fucking sign, sign what is like what is i mean if it would have shit on right. me maybe that would have been different <laughs> but it didn't luckily and but like yeah i'm like this is crazy so i've had many people like you know a good handful of people i don't know if that's many but a good handful of people were like i tried your tequila and i'm not even gonna lie about an hour later, I looked outside and saw a hummingbird. <laughs> saw a fucking hummingbird. And I'm like, <laughs> you're making this shit up. And these are people that I trust, you right, know, and stuff right. like that. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But but the universe will send you signs, you know. So every time that I'm like, you know what, we can't do this. This is just too much. 
It's a lot going on. This is more than I expected. Something will come along. Like it's always just something that just validates yeah. like what you're doing. It, it you know it has to. So it's like you got to stick it out. And it's just if you give up, the universe is going to give up on you. And that regret, I can't live with. I can never fucking live with that regret and saying, "Well, we tried. Did you really? Right. Did you really? Because you said you wanted to be a blogger and you wrote two blogs and it didn't work. Is that out. trying? Right. That's not trying. Like you trying is like we did everything for years it just doesn't work and so you know that that's my thing but I've, I've had validation you know so many different things come my way where it's like yeah this is the space i was meant to be in so it was like you know even having the frustrations and i remember i was going to a super uh a market chain um a michigan market chain and um i pulled up in the parking lot getting ready to go in to talk to them and i looked at my email and it was channel four you know, um, when I was really frustrated, like about the holiday sales, I got an email from the Canton Observer, uh, local paper. I live in Canton. Right. So it was like, okay, well, this is local press. This, you know, this is cool. It's, it's a start, right? Right. Did not know that they are connected to the Farmington Observer, the Plymouth to, Observer. To all these, so that- yeah. So six other local little papers ran it. They're also owned by the Detroit Free Press, who picked it up within hours. So you just never know how things Didn't are connected. Know. And I, and was just like, holy shit, right? You know. And then so what happened is that went, you know, on on the internet, and I had like tequila lovers who write blogs and stuff like that in you know San Diego reach out to me, really, and share that you know story. Um, somebody else picked it up who does tequila, shared it. So it's like. It's all out there now. That that's awesome to yeah. to get that kind of like, and again, like, you you just don't know where that's going to go, right? That you don't. that one little opportunity could just yeah. So so it's, it's like crazy. you know, I had somebody you know reach out to me. They wanted me to do a store opening. I couldn't. They're filming an independent movie, you know, within the next two months, you know, here in in Michigan, and our tequila is going to be in the movie. That's so excellent. it's like somebody's going to walk into a bar and say like, hey, let me get a shot of teak. So like like all these that's different crazy. things. That, that's that's such a good. It's crazy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like there's a show that's getting picked up by either Annie and Bravo, and there are discussions about our tequila and that. So it's that's, like that's awesome. But you have to you know be able to network, and and so For when sure. you get in this creative space, you know, to where you can feel freedom, absolute freedom of not sitting in an office, and that's really where the hummingbird was. Is I felt like a caged bird. And I always wanted to be the hummingbird to where I could just fly free and do whatever. I don't I don't work well under restrictions and rules, you know, that are set by, you know, somebody who, you know, really is above me, my boss, who can get fucking fired as well. You know, they're just a supervisor. Right. You know, really, that that's if you don't own the company, you're just a supervisor and you you, you can be. You don't have the you, you don't have a stake. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're expendable as well. So, like, you know, I, it, like I'm out here. Everything that I do is for us and, and, and pursuing this brand. Like, I don't need to make a million dollars. Like, I don't, I don't even need to make what I made before. Right. My passion is seeing something that we made successful. Yeah. And then what we can do is help other entrepreneurs become great in their own, you know, scale of, of business. You know, whatever it may be. I was, you know, Friday talking to a dog groomer who's creating a mobile business with a mobile app to be able to pick up your dog and go bathe it and walk it and all this stuff. It's a whole pet concierge service. And I'm like, I want to be in that space, you know, and somebody else is creating this. I want a hot sauce 
tequila infused hot sauce like all these different things all like right. i want my hands in right and it's not to you know make i, I just want to you know make something up ourselves so if like you look on the back of the bottle one of the things is it has a little bit of the story, but yep. then it says create your legacy. Right. Because we and that's all like should the, have a legacy. I've seen that's being like your, uh, a part of your branding too that's on the site. Yeah. You know, to create your legacy. You got to believe in, you know, people and what they're able to accomplish. And, and, you know, that's what it is. And then it's like being able to give back to children. So, like, that's the next phase is like, you know, can we get to the point where we can actually help people, you know, and right. help kids understand you can do anything. You know, and th- a lot of kids don't get that support at home. You know, right. it's like, mom, I want to be a writer. Oh, you know, we default to you're never going to be able to do that. I want to be president. You'll never be able to do that. So it, it, it's just like, I don't want kids to feel limited. I want them to have that support to right. understand and know you can do whatever. Because people, like when this was coming out, you know, when I told people I was leaving, it was like, oh, Don's making tequila in bathtubs. Right. You know, uh, oh, his, his his bootleg tequila. Like, this is never <laughs> going to work and shit like that. And it's just like. Well, because it's 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 hard to wrap your head around getting into an alcohol space, right? Like, so the fact yeah. that you were able to, in two days, your wife was able to find a distillery that two actually days. you ended up going with, right? Like, yeah. I would have thought that would have, first, I would have known how the hell to even go about that. But then second, I would have thought know. that, like. You would have tried a few before you were like, yeah, that's the one. But to be so impressed with the product right away, to know that, yeah, this is what we just want to do business with, that's crazy. And for it to be so good is is crazy, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, with with that, too, it's like I didn't know at that point how many awards this company has won. Really? It's, it's the most awarded small batch private distillery in Mexico. And, and so it's like then I learned. And th- they're, they're good. You know, so it's like we got samples of our Blanco, no problems. It was like, hey, we need six full bottles of our Blanco because, you know, now we're entertaining investors. Right. You know, to come on board, let's take this to the next level because I have too many, you know, people asking from out of state, when are you coming to North Carolina? Mm. When are you coming to, you know, Tennessee, like all these different states? And I'm like, okay, we got to figure this out because if there's a demand and people are hearing about it. Right. We got to get You got to meet there. that demand yeah. somehow. Yeah, so, so, you know, those are some of the things that's, like, taking it to that next level. But, like, it's very surreal. You know, I'm very humble. And, it you know, it took me, you know, rightfully so. Like, I'll, I'll just admit it. I was an asshole because I made so much money. Like, I buy anything that I wanted. Right. If I wanted to go buy, a, you know, a $4,000 watch, fuck it. I'll go buy one. You know, if I wanted to get this type of car or if I wanted to take eight vacations a year, I can do it. It doesn't matter. And it's like... You get humbled, you know, and and so leaving it, I realized, leaving all that behind, I realized what's more important in life, creating a legacy and helping other people, you know, creating something of your own that you can be proud of. And that's why I am so like with Curious Inception, which we don't really talk about too much because I'm so busy, but that is a small business startup company where I just want to take the average person, you know, that has a dream. has got a dream and an idea. Yeah. And let's say, okay, this is what you need to make it work, you know. Is it better for you to be an LLC or an S corp right. or a corporation with A and B shares? Like, is it better? Like what, like tax wise, like, you know, what, your trademark copyright, all these different right. things. Like this is what it's going to take. You know, I've had people reach out to me about getting into the liquor space. And when I tell them like, okay, don't even fucking approach it unless you have about 80 grand. Whoa. I didn't think it was going to be, what did you think? It was going to be like right. four grand. <laughs> what are you making? Capri Suns? <laughs> You're just gonna make but, you know bag. Sure. Now let me ask you this then. So with with that, how often do you get approached, or have you 
entertained someone that had an idea, but there is the the motivation isn't really there where it is just a dream, but the, the ethic, the work ethic, the, the, the willingness to grind it out isn't there because that's one of the things that I've seen. I've seen a couple things. I've seen the people that have the idea that just don't have the initiative to do it. People that do, and they, and they really do try, or I've seen people that just have talent that they just, they just let it go and they just waste that. That part really frustrates me because I know some really, really talented people that have just stopped and that part kills me because it's like man the things that you could accomplish or what you could just do with that is amazing it no i mean you you that's that's one of my pet peeves it's like there's so much that people can accomplish but we get caught in the trap right and the trap is worrying about what other fucking people think and i'll even go beyond that it's it's like buying shit that you don't need to make you look a certain way. You know, so it's like all my money goes into the business. Right. And sustaining, you know, what I need. My house, yeah. my car, you know, food, like stuff like that. I don't have luxuries anymore to where I would go out and spend two grand on it. Like, like I mean, I have some Ferragamos one day. Like, I, I think they were like sneakers, like $1,500 sneakers. Which is I went out and bought because I was like, "Fuck it, I want I want to." Right. And now I went to Target yesterday. This is a real story, and they had a spring jacket on clearance for ten dollars. And I looked at it and it was like, "Do I need it?" Because ten dollars, you know, can do something else. It's a, you know right. like going out and having a drink somewhere, you know, which turns into me talking to three people that end up going and buying tequila. Like, right. you know, you you people. For me, you have to be willing to sacrifice. I I sacrifice a lot. I have eliminated a lot of shit that I had. I sold it off because I didn't need it. Right. Um. But but there's so many people that have a great talent. But when it gets real, to to have to sacrifice to say like, oh, you can't go out tonight because you can't afford it, or you can't go out to dinners. That vacation has to stop. Right. You know, you you. I was listening to Gary Vee, and he was like, what is it like? You know, 50% of people have a house that they only use, like, 50% yeah, of. right. It's, it's, like, ridiculous, you know? So it's, like, live within your means to make your dream come true. So the talent that a lot of people have, it, I don't know if it's a laziness or it's, like, we want it easy because we are a society that is built on instant gratification. If I can't get it in two blog posts. Right. It wasn't and, meant and, to be, and that's a, that's a crazy thing. So, like to to, and I know that you kind of you were going through that with the tequila, right? Like you started doing well, and then it kind of dropped off, and there's that yeah. depression that comes there. So, like my girlfriend has started crafting, and she's got a, a craft booth that she just opened up. Mm-hmm. So this is the first full month that she's had it, and she's mm-hmm. only sold like three pieces, and she was getting to that point where like, man, it, it, does this is this even worth it? And it was like, well, but you got to keep in perspective, like the location you're in, the weather plays a huge factor, um, and that it doesn't just start overnight. No. And it, it's funny because she sold p- two pieces yesterday, so mm-hmm. she was like 
through the moon. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I sold two pieces for a decent amount. But then when she went up there yesterday uh, afternoon, before those pieces sold, that one of the owners of the the craft mall that she's in was looking at her stand when she came in there and said, like, I love your stand. The things that you put in here are awesome. I really love. So like, there's obviously a, a crowd there for our market for it. It's just getting in right in, in front of them. And one of the things that I've tried to push her to do is like look for those festivals, right? Like I was researching Sterling Fest this day today to okay. see if she'd be able to put a booth in Sterling Fest, how much it costs, what are the requirements, all that kind of stuff. Because that would, I mean, heavy foot traffic, like yeah. that, that, that whole mindset of how do I get it in front of as many people as possible to drive it there. One of the things that she was thinking of was like, um, whenever we've sold stuff, like kid stuff to get rid of on Facebook Marketplace, mm-hmm. like my phone blows up instantly. Like oh, I yeah. don't even know she's posting this shit. And then all of a sudden my <laughs> phone just goes nuts. And I'm like, what'd you post now? But it's crazy how fast it is. So my idea was let's take pictures of the things that you have, yep. post them on Marketplace, and just send them to your booth. They don't even have to meet you. Just go Beautiful. to your, They can just go to your booth. But see, that's this the is outside you of the it. box thinking. You so, have to. Right, and, and that's the, the thing, like, so that's the, the promotion, like, I try to do. Like, even with this, I don't know if people really want to listen. Like, I think that I'm funny to a degree, mm-hmm. um, and, but I really wanted to get interesting people to come and talk uh, and to see, like, I think I'm at nine episodes right now. I think it says 226 downloads, but that's not even streams. It's just downloads. Yep. That, to me, was just gratifying in itself that Fuck yeah. 226 times someone listened to one of my my episodes one that really was cool was that we did a i did a movies episode because i really love film okay and that's now my second rated in that i just released that a couple weeks ago and that's now okay. the second highest downloaded episode <clears throat> which was cool because that's something that i'm i really love is film so to see that take off even with the book like when i wrote the book and I published that self published through uh, through Amazon um, through their Kindle direct publishing. Even that, just getting sales mm-hmm. was was cool. And it's like not something that like gets bought a bunch. Like I just got a sale in the UK again like last month. Nice, but it's that's awesome. But though. it's just cool to know that like I wrote something, I put it out there, and someone bought it and read it. Well, here here's the deal, and and people are always watching. The the thing about this industry is. It you know who's watching because you know maybe it links to a download. Like right. somebody will send me a picture of our tequila, like enjoying tonight right. and stuff like that. I don't know who else is seeing it. Exactly. So when going, you know, to a store and it's like some prominent people are right. asking for your shit by name, it's it it blows me away. It, it's super humbling. Like it is amazingly. I'm so humble now. It's like wow, like something that we created people are enjoying right. that's crazy and that's one of the benefits of today so like when we had first met and talked you talked about a lot about like your uh, involvement in the music industry back yeah. in the day yeah and from then and that was kind of where a lot of this came from was just when i was involved with music a lot watching people trying to grind it out and do shows to build their brand and try to get yeah. their name out there it's so much easier now oh, and i never had an instagram or a twitter i barely ever use facebook uh, 
until I did this show, and now I have an Instagram for the show. Mm-hmm. I have a Twitter for the show. I have mm-hmm. another Facebook page for the show. Yeah, you have to. And, and one of the things, like, even on the Instagram, the only stuff that I post to Instagram is either if I'm supporting someone else or I'm liking someone else's noticed, stuff. Which is or, awesome. Or if I am self-promoting, like, the, the wood burning that I'm doing. But, again, that's with the same message of what I'm trying to do with the show is going after your mm-hmm. passions and putting those things out there. So, like, I, I agree with you when you see the people trying to build a brand, but they're promoting just all kinds of weird stuff or they're just saying things that aren't you know relevant to what they're trying to establish Uh, i totally agree with that but it's it's definitely a different game now and that makes it really interesting but it is it's so much easier to hit a wider audience faster because you don't know who follows someone that just likes something that you put out there yeah you know i I mean i think it's very important to understand social media like the basics of it and then creating yourself and understanding that you are a brand, you are a brand. And, and, you know, it's like, who, who was it? Kathy Griffin, Kathy Griffith, whatever her name is. Like, you know, she's a brand. Right. And then she did a very terrible joke of beheading, <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and come out and it killed her. It killed her brand. And so it's like, you have to be conscious of that at all times. It's like, is this going to do well for my brand? Right. And so, you know, for us, I like doing, you know, videos to where we read comments and reviews yep. of our tequila. Yeah. Because I think the shit is funny, you know, and it's just, if I can't laugh at myself, like, right. why, you know, it's it just, you, you have to have a thick skin because there is no way in this world that everybody's going to think anything and everything you do it is, is fantastic. Right. It's just not going to happen. And, you, and you're always... You're always going to have those trolls that just yeah. say shit to say shit to just get under your skin, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the funniest one was, like, you can't make tequila from coconuts. <laughs> okay, I never fucking said that we did. It's infused. Like, it, and, and it's just, it's hilarious to me. That but is it's, pretty funny. But it's 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 great, right. you know? And, and it's just, you know, like, uh, Friday I had somebody say that um, Patron was much smoother. And I looked at him, and it was the first time ever I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, break it out right now. And he was buying shooters on top of it. So it's like, damn, you're, you're buying shooters too? So it's like, let, let's compare the two. Because I'm getting people where it's like they can't believe how smooth the coconut right. lime is. They can't believe, you know, that it's not overwhelmingly sweet. You know, yeah. and it's like a synthetic flavor. You know, like, I mean, going to uh, Crown, you know, we're yeah. talking about Crown. Like, so I tried Crown Peach, which is crazy right now everybody's wants crown peach i can't do the flavored stuff anymore i've got a bottle of crown maple and a bottle of crown oh. salted caramel and the salted caramel i can fuck with i can't i like that I, peach, I, I love salted caramel i love <laughs> i love caramel but it's just too strong it's too it, flavored and i can't do it like i was actually yeah cutting it with other whiskeys to just make it so I could actually drink it because I feel bad that I bought these bottles that I yeah. don't ever touch. Well, the good thing is they weren't like nine hundred dollars, <laughs> no, so that, that's a good yes. thing. Like, so we only paid twenty seven dollars for the crown, right. the crown peach, and like I said, there's no, there's no for me, there's no difference or very little difference than De Kuyper's peach snaps, right? And which is like ten dollars cheaper. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a synthetic, overly sweet, um, you know, type yeah. of flavor. I mean, that maple one is like drinking syrup. It is. I don't, I don't, I it's, can't do that. Again, it's like a once in a while, take a shot sort of thing. I can't sip yeah. it. 
Yeah, forget. No like, hey, I that. got something great. You're or gonna if you're going to mix it into something, I could see. Yeah, it. like pancakes. <laughs> you know? Just Man, that's a, a bad, boozy, that's a bad start pan- to the morning. <laughs> boozy pancakes. Let's <laughs> let's come out with that. We're going to make, you know, like a new restaurant. It'll just be all booze-infused, like bourbon bacon, well, crown maple so, pancakes. I don't know if you've seen, in the grocery stores now, especially local stores, <laughs> they have um, bourbon Oh, yeah. uh, syrups and I mean they're Blanton's bottled. They're one. bottled like with like whiskeys. Yeah. They look like whiskey bottles, yeah. but they're syrup. Yeah, you know I haven't I mean, tried any of them though. I haven't either. You know the 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 the, the liquor industry is a big industry, and that's For why you sure. see all your celebrities getting into it. Like oh, you yeah. know Ryan Reynolds jumping onto aviation gin, buying that. The Rock is coming out with a tequila. The funniest really? one was the Backstreet Boys wanted to come out with a tequila. Really, and they they um. I think they were doing like a crowdfunder slash we funder to be able to get financing right. to do their own tequila. And I'm just like, well, just come out with a small batch. Right. You know, I'm just, just, that's all you got to do is just come out with small, grow organically because that's the best way. It's like, why sink millions of dollars into something and it doesn't take off? Many people don't know that Justin Timberlake had a tequila. He had 501, which was, really? he, he didn't promote it didn't really take off, so he sold to Sousa. So now there's Sousa 501, something like that. I mean, right. you know, but yeah, he had one. Um, Sammy Hagar, he had a tequila. He sold it for do you $80 think, million. But do you think that's like, a, instead of going the the grassroots or the, the small batch way, that's more just a, I want to go big and trying to get it out there as big as possible right away? Yeah, well, I know somebody that I talked to. I had uh, several meet, like phone conferences with them, and they got a pretty decent celebrity to come on for their flavored tequila and it, it was just like you know a money ploy like hey you know you come on we'll give you x amount of equity blah 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 you promote it and then the celebrity doesn't promote it and they're they're ass out you know right. so it doesn't sell i don't know if it was any good or, or or not but like you know that that's what happens and regardless if it sells if it ends up selling they're still making money off right. of the celebrity's making money off of it but the investor they take the loss. It's all their loss. So it's like, you know, people have told me like, oh, you got to get it in the hands of a rapper. Why? Why? Right. Why? Why do I need to do that? I had somebody from the uh, from Canada reach out to me on Friday about doing a joint venture uh, with my tequila and they have a vodka company. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I'm like, why the fuck do I need you? Right. You know, what are you going to bring to the table? table. Like, I'm very passionate about tequila. You know, I want to bring on people to work with that are just as passionate about the product as I am and, you know, love it. And they're, it's not about the money. It's just it's not about the money. It's about creating something from scratch, watching it grow. Like I always say I'm like Benihana because like you sit at the table at Benihana and they make a meal right in front of you. Right. I'm doing this in front of you. Like you're seeing what we're doing. Cause I, I talk about it on social media. Some people have said that like, I need to create a podcast or, you know, vlog about it a little bit more, the ups and the downs, you know, like going into several stores in one day and nobody buys and no anything. Buy anything. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that has happened. And like it happened recently where I went to five stores, nobody picked up anything. And I was so deflated. So like your girlfriend, like I was so fucking deflated. And I'm like, man, but wait a minute. And and so I had to pause. Like when you step outside of yourself and you pause and you think about it and it's like, well, wait a minute. I know this one store. Let me go visit them. Visited them. They bought four cases. 
I would have never made that with the four store, like the right. five stores that I visited. They would have probably picked up three and three, four cases, like done. Right. And, and so, like, I even had, so like, there was a customer there, and he was like, "Oh, what are you guys doing?" You know, I'm talking to the owner of the store, oh, tequila, and he goes, "Oh, I like tequila." I go, "You want to try?" He tried it, and he was like, "Are you carrying it? I want a bottle." <laughs> and I'm like, "There it is." So once again, the universe sent me a sign, like. You know, Don, this is where you need to be. So you got to pay attention to them. And we don't pay attention to them enough, you know, to give us that confidence because it's a struggle. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, like my Facebook page in seven months, like we're almost at 3000 fan pit likes. And that is that that's big because all I target is Michigan. Right. If I open this up to the nation, I'd probably be at 10,000 likes right now. But I only focus on Michigan because that's who can buy it. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense to target, you know, Oklahoma. You can't buy it. Right. You know, and and then I'm going to field questions all day. Like, when are you coming to Oklahoma? It's like, (laughs) never. (laughs) Because you guys don't drink tequila. Right, right. Like, I know my stats. Right. You know, I went into a supermarket, you know, on Big Chain. And they were like, millennials don't drink. Young, Young people don't drink tequila. And I spouted off some stats so quick, she didn't know what to do. And they ended up, you know, saying, okay, get a hold of our corporate buyer. Yeah, I know my shit, you know, so it's like, this is real. You have to, if you're in this space and you're trying to break in or trying to establish yourself in that space, you have to know those things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's a, a key part to being successful, right, is being prepared, doing that homework. There's... I think there's there's the tendency to not have done all that research and not know all that stuff because that could be very well something that you get, right? And if you wouldn't have known those stats in that moment, I mean, you wouldn't have been able to turn that around and, and get that contact. Yeah, you know, it, it's like you have to know your business. You have to own your business. So, you know, it, it's very vital to the, to the essence of being a company, to being a brand. And, you know, it is viewed as safe. To work for somebody else because they have to, they, they, they take care of everything. But how many people do you know, like if, if your end goal is to live a good life to where, like like right now, I can go on vacation and work wherever I go. I can right. go to Bangkok. I don't know why Bangkok just popped in, but whatever. I can go to Bangkok and actually work and do social media marketing and hit everything that I do there. All I need is the internet. Right. And so it's just if you want to get into – I just don't know many people that worked for somebody else that didn't have you know, a, a, an ungodly amount of stress that made great money. Right. They go hand in hand. Or even some kind of regret, just like why didn't I take this other chance? Well, that's the worst thing is what happens – and I watched a great documentary to where you spend 20 years of your life. You spend 20 years of your life at a company – and then one day it's gone. Right. And at 49, you have to start over. Where do you go? And here's the fucked up shit about it is at 49, they let you go and you have a master's. So like you have an MBA. They don't want to pay you. Right. So it turns into I can't even get a job at FedEx or UPS because I have an MBA. They think I'm going to require. Which is crazy because the. Because the idea is you got to go get that master's to get the good job, but then you're then it's the flip side of the well, you have that master's, you're going to ask for too much, so we're just not even going to look at you. Yeah, and I, I don't think that part ever gets really talked about. 
the, the you know the grind, the hustle, the putting in the work, you know everything like that. Like you knew, you knew my position. Yeah, I don't have a degree. I do not have a degree at all. Right. And 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 you know so it's like back in the day this this is my second business. I co-owned an independent record label here in Michigan, and you know I worked like my first show that I ever put on was with MC Breed. Um, you know, that, that's showing my age, you know, but like, I, I, I have unreleased tracks from Eminem, you know, I, I we, we can never put out, you right. know, um, my business partner, unfortunately with a record label passed away, um, about a year ago, but it's like, you know, I've, I've worked with some of the best people, you know, um, in, in best artists in Michigan. And it's like, that's where I learned how to market within like making a dime turn into a dollar. And that's really what you want to do is like you have to do cost effectiveness. And and so most people look at it like, well, I can't. It's always that default. I can't. Right. Well, yes, you can. And social media, to your point, it just makes it so much easier. If I would have had social media back when I was doing this, I, I might be in a different position. Right. You know, but the, I, I mean, I'm in a space where it makes me happy. Like I enjoy what I'm doing. I love business, you know, and, and, and it's just there's so many resources you know, available to people, but you know, you, you got to, you got to be able to figure out what, where your time is going. And, you know, most people, like I've had several people reach out to me about creating a business, talking about it, you know, and then I follow up because I want to see how they're doing. Right. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I started this and I never hear from them again. I never see shit, you know? And, and it's just like, why are you letting yourself down? Why aren't you taking the time to create this for yourself and it is extremely hard to work a full-time job and do a side hustle for sure if you can do it congratulations it's fantastic for you um you know i applaud you but it is very very difficult the key is to get your side hustle to the point where i'm like i need to make a decision right because my side hustle is doing so well do I go out on faith? Do I take that that next step? And most people stay where it's complacent. And before you know it, something happens and it's that regret. Yep. Fuck. Why didn't I do it? Because an opportunity is going to pass you. Yep. If I did not do, you know, teak tequila, teak like <clears throat> all these different things, I'd regret it. And yeah, people thought I was crazy. You know, the other thing about it is, then you start, you can't relate to other people. So I can't relate to people bitching about their jobs anymore. Right. Like I was at a party one time and it was like, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend. And we're like, hey, and you know, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while, blah, blah, blah. You're like, how's work going? Oh, fuck. I should have never asked that. That was a half hour <laughs> conversation of like my boss sucks and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't have these problems. Like I don't, I don't have this shit anymore. The gossip and stuff like that. Like I just... I, I can't relate right. to that anymore. And I'm not saying that, that that's good or bad. I'm not judging anybody. But it's like if you're that unhappy, what the fuck are you doing to right. figure something else out? <clears throat> well, I don't, don't want to be unhappy. But is it is it just because that's what's been ingrained, right? That's well, what yeah. that's that's what the, the goal has been. It's been to do the school, to get the college degree, and then get the good job and be, live in yeah. corporate America up high. And yeah. It's the commonality. Right. You know, when people find out where I was, what company I left. Like, all these things are like, are you crazy? Yeah, but you don't understand. Like, there's a price to pay for everything. For all of it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a price to pay. Like, you you have to compromise yourself. So it's like, if you're making $180,000 a year, there's a price to pay for that. And that price to pay is you're on call. Doesn't yep. matter. 
Like I remember email chains Saturdays from 9 a.m. to fucking 6. So now I'm working six days a week. I get one day, you know, doing what I need to do. Yeah. And then it's like, t- tell me, like. Not like, even that. When you when you went home at night and it, yeah. it, it keeps continuing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like there was time midnight. Yep. You know, on a spreadsheet. And I, and I was always back to the office early. You know what I'm saying? So like, or working retail, there were times where like during the holiday season, I'll work till 11 PM and have to be back at 6 AM. How right. really like four hours sleep during the fucking holidays. So it's like, that's, that's really, that's the reality of it. But like, what are we going to do? We have to pay bills. Yep. And I wasn't and, thinking and outside get the in box. that trap. Yeah. It's, it, and that's what I call it. It's, it's just the trap. And then what we do is to make ourselves feel good about it, we go out and buy a Louis Vuitton bag. Maybe not you and I, but yeah. you know, but like we go out and buy some some two thousand dollar Ferragamos, or we take a vacation that is ten thousand dollars because we owe it to ourselves because we work hard, or we get our tax money back and we go out and buy an eighty five inch screen TV because we owe it to ourselves for working hard. Well, that fucking two thousand twenty five hundred dollars can start a business yep. because because I know several big people. I think it was uh, Damon John who started FUBU. His initial investment was extremely low. You can do it, but you got to think outside of the box right. and you got to be willing to sacrifice. And there's been many times where I've, I've, I've stayed in. You know, I can't go out. Right. I've told people like, hey, let's go get a tropical smoothie. Can't afford it. Yep. I can't afford a tropical smoothie because... I got to put it into my business. Right. But, you know, when I'm, you know, doing well, enjoying what I do and loving life and maybe I'm making 50 grand a year, you're making the same, but, you, but you're miserable. Yeah. yeah. You know, snow day, it's ice. I, I can do all my work from social media, like right. all that stuff. I can make business mean like all these different things. I can do that. And it's just like, sometimes they expect you to go in. Doesn't matter. It's retail. Right. Oh, yep. You got to be here. I don't care. Yeah. Be here. And so, like, those are the, that's the luxury, the freedom I don't have to worry about. I don't have to worry about, you know, like the one time where I saw boxes coming in, knowing people were getting fired. Don't have to worry about that. Right. So, like, I'm not, you know, bashing, you know, corporate America because it fits well for some people. This entrepreneur life is not for everybody. Right. It is a very tough, stressful depression, all these different things. But those highs, like when your you know girlfriend got those two sales, those highs are amazing. Oh, she was she was running up and down the hallway, yeah, yelling with her hands up in the air, giving me high fives. So imagine when the, it's four, right? Then imagine when it's ten, and then what you do is like you know, like one piece because because you do your inventory and you're like, okay, this piece sells really well. So I'm gonna make ten, right? And then I'm gonna advertise on social media. I'm gonna throw it up on Etsy, and then yep. those ten move into back orders of twenty, and then you have a then you have a foundation of a business. Right. And that that's what it's all about. And for her, I mean, it's not even about making the money so much. It's more just that she enjoys doing the crafting. Yeah. I mean, even with this, like, this isn't profitable at all. For for now, would it be nice if it could turn into something? Sure. And, I mean, realistically, I, I do this right now. This is just because I want to help build something, yeah. help those other people spotlight them, those people that are really doing it. Like, that's the differentiate, like, the the difference between the the talkerpreneurs is that what you call them i call them wantrepreneurs wantrepreneurs yeah uh is 
is like the people that are really doing it versus the people that just say they want to do it. I have that problem just with lining up guests. There are plenty of people that I've reached out to. Hey, I'm trying to do this podcast. I see that you're doing something on the side or this is what you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Would you like to, oh, sure, no problem. Can't nail down a date. Like that or just don't show up. And, oh, and wow. So, I mean, and that's and that's just something that happens. Um and again, it could be just that entrepreneur spirit. Like they, they want to do it, but I think there's also a a, a, um, a tendency to wait for the perfect moments for things. There's never right? a perfect moment. I think a lot of people will get stuck in that where they're just waiting for certain things to line up or mm-hmm. to be where they feel comfortable. And like you said, like a lot of times that may just never come. It's not. There's never a perfect moment. And you because, just have to go for it. Yeah, you just have to. Like, like honestly, you know, I mean... I, like like I said, leaving where I was, it was there was no perfect moment. You know, have I thought about it? You know, in in, in hindsight, yeah, many times over. Like, damn, did I make the right decision? Right. I see people doing vacations and shit like that, but it changed. Like things started to change when people are like, oh shit! Like I mean, on WJLB, like I had a couple of messages. I hear you on WJLB, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that shit was fun. Like hanging out with iHeart Studio, right. standing on a stage like two and a half months ago that Snoop Dogg was on. Like that's weird to me. Like it, it's just crazy. Right. And then when I have people coming up, you know, and, you know, like, I, I mean, like growing up, I love rock music. So like I was hanging out with Doug Podell, you know, and, and like he used to be on the radio. Like he was. He's, and he's you would have never had those experiences had yeah, you just he's stayed. he's a cool ass dude and he loves tequila. And I'm like, <laughs> boom. Perfect. Yeah. You know, so th- this match. But it's like, you know meeting people like that you know hanging out at parties with you know some people from fox too um you know that you see all the time and they're like this is amazing right and it's just i would have never had that you know i mean and and it's not like bragging or anything like that but it's just what it is is like taking the chance you never know where it's going to lead lead right and that's the part like you have to just take that jump yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I think to a point you could wait till you have certain things in order. Like you said, doing the research yeah. and starting that point mm. before you made the leap, like that's just smart business, right? Well, yeah. Uh, and, and, and the same thing with most things that people get into, like with doing this, like I'm not going to make that leap till I know that I have a solid foundation of viewers mm-hmm. and that I could actually start promoting. I know people that are self employed that i could start doing advertisement spots i could probably talk to them now and start but i don't have a big enough fan base to warrant that yet yeah right yeah but and that's the mindset you have to have right like i'm not there yet but i'm going to get there um i know one thing that i've always when when i first met you was just the confidence that you've had or at least that you exuded when i first met you and talked to you (laughs) exuded is good that's a good word so has that helped you do you feel like the uh that confidence because that you in in this conversation have talked about those moments of where you doubted yourself so here's here here's the secret so this is the secret sauce and i'm I'm gonna let everybody know this is like my mayonnaise thousand island at my mcdonald's secret sauce and i create a character you know so it's like going to a store and doing a tasting standing there for two two and a half hours to sell my product you know or getting on the phone or whatever like that like i just created a character you know, the character is part of me. Right. You know, it's that extrovert. It's that social being, that social creature. Like, that's who it is. But it's like, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, I would love to be able to say, you know, who I had a meeting with recently. And it would blow people the fuck away. And it was like, 
everything in my head is like, oh my God, like, do you know who this is? Right. And I'm sitting at a table and it's like, you just, you just be, you, you gotta be you. You gotta be you. But, but like, you also have to become a character in a way. And meaning you have to be focused and just say like, you know, everybody's real. But like when I do a tasting, like, I mean, I, I step outside because it's like, it's a confidence but it's like you you never know how people are going to respond. Like I walk into a tasting, is somebody going to buy a bottle? I might I might not sell any bottles. Right. And and the last three times that I've done that, like we've sold out. And I'm like, what the why the fuck did I think that? You know, but it's like I turn into this character where I want to have fun because I you know, I want to tell a little bit of my story, but like I want people to appreciate, you know, me as a person and it's like when I'm on TV, it's like Oh shit, I met that guy. Right. And it's like I'm never too big to where you can't, you know, talk to me. Like I mean, that that's just what it is, but it's like the secret is is if you feel that you can't do something, you have to create a character. And that that's honestly I got it from Beyoncé. And, and it's not the dance moves or or wearing the leotard or whatever like that. It's she is Sasha Fierce when she goes on stage. Right. She's an alter. That, that alter ego. Yeah. The and, one that can do it. The, the... Yeah. And that's what it is. So it's like, you know, at home, I can have all this anxiety. I can have depression, you know, and, and all these different feelings, you know. But, like, when I step outside of those doors, I'm not. You got to turn the, yeah. the game face on. I don't know if it's D. Ferg or, you know, like, right. and at home is Don Ferguson. Like, I don't know, like, what it is. But, like, I know this is what is expected. And that that's what happens so like when i like my my first time i filmed at oh man it was at barrio and we were talking about tequilas and foods and stuff like that and i was so nervous to get on camera because it was just going to be me (laughs) and never liked being on camera anything like that you know like i mean uh like I was um, 246 pounds. I'm 202 pounds now. Congratulations. So, thank you. And, you know, so it's all the tequila. And it's, I'm going to have to get on that um, diet, too. It's, it's, great. it's a great diet. <laughs> Trust me. Just just drink. And don't do anything. Just drink. Grab a straw. And so I was so nervous. I was pacing around my house for right. like an hour. Like, oh, my God. And I, I almost crapped out. It's like, I can't do this. But see, that led, getting over that fear, led to these moments. You have to overcome fear. And one of the things I've always tried to do in my life is overcome fear. So, like, I'm afraid of heights. I hate heights. And so I've gone ziplining. you got to face it. Yeah. It's just I won't let anything be powerful enough to stop me from what I'm doing. So it's like going into the store and selling like I don't want to. You know, I've gone into stores multiple times and they've turned me down. You'll see me again. Right. I've gone into stores where they've turned me down. And two weeks later, they've emailed me, hey, people are coming in asking for it. Can we uh, place an order? Right. You sure can. Absolutely. How much? So it's like, you know, I'm just here to not only prove myself wrong, but prove all the doubters. Like, so if you've, like, people listening, if you've ever doubted yourself or if you've ever had anybody doubt your abilities, I'm here as living proof that you can do anything that you want in life it's, it's just, for sure absolutely because i never thought i could own a tequila company and now i'm a contender i mean we were just up for you know best tequila brand in the metro times voting we'll we'll get the results you know very soon i think it comes out like 
April 24th. But it's like, you know, hopefully, you know, right. but to even be, you know, to I, be I considered, to yeah, be in the wanna, running. I don't, don't want to, you know, sound that's, a, that's cliche. an honor, right? To be in yeah. the running. I mean, yeah. realistically, the seven months. That exactly. And and I think like those, those appreciating those small victories, right? Just to even be mentioned, like that's one thing to me that I would. I would take huge pride in that, just knowing that, like, yeah, yeah seven months ago we launched this, and now we're in contention yeah. to be voted on as one of the best tequilas in the Metro Detroit area. Like that yeah. is awesome. It is. It, it's it's very cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's just, you know, I look at it as, you know, keep going. Like, just in, to know in, people are asking for it by name yeah. in stores, <clears throat> that would be a huge, a huge oh. accomplishment. Friday social media text messages and shit like that, like was on fire because I don't know what happened, but like people were like just sending me pictures, and and I like to use oh by the river, by a lake. Yeah. I see all this. It's picture. really cool. You know, it's like wow, like this is weird. Like this is this is fantastic that this is our stuff. So it's like. You know, I don't I don't take any of it for granted. You know, I, I am, you know, so, so incredibly grateful for everything, you know, but it's like, don't don't get it twisted. I've worked hard. Right. I have sacrificed the ultimate sacrifice of leaving behind, you know, a ton of money, um, you know, and living off savings for multiple years. And to get to this point, right? You know, but like I, I look at it as the Tito story, and everybody knows about Tito's vodka. It's the biggest selling to, to it's it's the biggest selling vodka in in the I don't know about the world, but the country. country. And you know, Burt Beveridge, yes, his name is last name is Beveridge. Give it, wow, believe it or not, um, his nickname is Tito. So you know, he for three years struggled heavily, depression. He lived on people's couches. Going back and forth, um, he was in the mortgage industry, and it crashed, and he found himself without a job. So he went to doing his vodka, which he was doing just right. as a side hustle. And he was going to store to store trying to sell it to try to make money, and, and like nobody was picking up. It was like it was just another vodka. Right. And so somebody had said to him, look, if you can figure out a way how to get women to buy your product – we will we will consider it and and bert goes well how do i do that and the store owner was like i don't know you fucking figure it out (laughs) your product it's not ours so he went back and he he smoothed it out made it more palatable right and came out handcrafted did all that stuff and it started to pick up and he was doing okay but it wasn't like he was at the crossroads like many people are. It's like, damn, do I get a job? Like, what do I do? Right. So he took his, you know, he was playing the credit card game, living off credit cards, yep. all that stuff. And he took his money. It was like two grand or whatever like that at the time. And he entered the World Spirits competition in San Francisco, which is the big one. Yeah. That is the one you want to be in. And all he wanted was visibility for his right. product. Just being in it. Yeah, that was it. He won. That's that's He crazy. fucking won. And, and... In a year, he was a millionaire. That was it. It changed that quickly. And so that's what I'm saying is you don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who's – like you have no idea. But what they want to see is your hustle. They want to see your grind and commitment. And it's like why am I going to invest in you if you can't even commit to yourself? I can't For commit sure. to you. So it's like if you watch The Profit, which I do. I you, use, you can't want it more than them. No. 
No, so so it's just that's what it is. It's like you can have this incredible product. You can create the widget of all widgets, but it's like if you're not committed to it, no company is going to invest in you because that's what it is. Like if we get an investor, like a major, and take us to that next level, they're investing in me. And that, that's what it is. Like they're investing in my passion, right. my vision, like all these different things because they know it's going to be successful because this dude lives, breathes, eats – drinks tequila that's what it is <laughs> maybe not that. in that order right but like that's that's what it is so it's like they want to invest in you and see the vision right and it's like my vision is very strong like i know in steps what we want to do you know there's some other flavors you know that we're looking at too that's and what, I, was, I, that's what I wanted to ask so what's what's the future look like so the future with without giving without giving out too much so the blanco definitely um okay. we would like to by christmas come out with shooters for the coconut lime okay. because they they would make great stocking stuffers not for kids but you know <laughs> but for for office parties right. you know stuff like that and there is another flavor on the horizon okay that i think is going to really fuck people up okay. like it's, it's and just, again no syrups no syrup all natural so so here's the deal with it we went to our um distillery and was like hey we want to do that flavor, I bleep myself. Right. <laughs> and they didn't have what we wanted. Really? So we had to search. And it took us about four and a half months to find this all-natural extract for the flavor that we want. And um, we finally found it. Now, that's that right there is some serious yeah. hustle, right? Just for... Yeah. Because you could have easily been like, oh, it's just not there. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, one, I, I can say this, that we, we said that we're not going to do maybe like, you know, during the holidays or something like that, apple cinnamon. So, but they didn't have the cinnamon that I want. I want a Ceylon cinnamon that is more like the natural organic cinnamon stick. So, you know, they didn't have it. So we can search for that, but like maybe a specialty during like the the fall season, you know, stuff like that come out like crown Royal, just in specific markets, whatever like that. But like, no, the next flavor that we have in mind and hopefully it turns out really well. Um, will be amazing. Okay. And then, you know, then we already have another flavor. And then I've talked to a company about doing a, the, the world's first tequila-infused hot sauce. Right. And you, you brought that. I, mean, I want that. that. I, I want it personally it. because, yeah. you know, the coconut lime I wanted personally, did I think it would do this well, you know, seven months into the game? No. But I I think I have a good pulse on what yeah what, what flavors what yeah. people like like what what are people gonna like and it's like you throw an ice cube on that and it and it's it's not a margarita but it's it's kind of similar to where it's palatable you right. can drink it it's smooth it's refreshing oh, yeah. crisp it's clean like all these different things and and it's like by the time you 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 know you're done you're like damn that that's tequila yeah it is tequila the other cool thing about it is we use both agave. So there are two different types of agave. There's okay. a highland agave, and then there's a lowland. Lowland are typically mineral-rich. Um, sometimes it's volcanic soil, so you get more of that earthiness, more okay. of a bite, pepper, you know, stuff like that. The highland, the soil is much different 
because of the altitude. Right. So it's a sweeter agave. Really? We use a blend, so it's a hybrid of both agave. So it smooths it out, but still gives it that tequila taste. And that's why it's ultra smooth. But but it's another... See, and that's like crazy just to know the, like, the, yeah. the depth of all that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's very unique, you know? So it's like that we have. We have the world's only coconut lime. We, we use both agave. Um, so therefore, if there's ever an agave shortage, you know, knock on wood... We can use both agave. We're not distinct to, to where, one, yeah. one type. Because like, I think it was like five years ago, it did snow in, in Mexico. They had snow. But you don't think about that. But right. I mean, like, this year we had snow in Hawaii. It happens. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you want to create something different and unique for the market. And, you know, with the Reposado and whiskey barrels, again, different. You know, and we use... Which we can't say, but we use right. a very well-known whiskey brand, their barrels. And so our distillery has a contract with them, and it comes off very well. No, it does. It's delicious. So, you know, it, it just kind of works. But, like, you know, getting back to it is, like, I just believe in people, and I believe that you can do anything that you absolutely want to, but it's going to take sacrifice. And hopefully you can get your side hustle to the point to where you have to make a decision. That's the best thing in this world. Before someone else makes a decision for you. 100%. And, and that, that's what it is. So it's like, you know, imagine, you know, my wife, you know, losing a salary. I think she, at that time she was making like 75 grand, which is nothing to sneeze at. No. You know, and she worked literally seven minutes from home. So, so Man, that's really nice. Isn't that crazy? That's really nice. <laughs> you know, so now she works 12 minutes away from home. She works for a great company, um, you know, but yeah, and, and they're growing. She doesn't have to worry about anything. And, um, you know, the cool thing about her company is, I mean, obviously they've learned about our tequila because right. she was on TV, yeah. you know, with me. They put it in their newsletter to that's, promote that's it. That's awesome. I mean, how many companies say like, we respect you so much. We respect your side hustle so much. We're going to we'll, put you. We'll, we'll promote it. Yeah, yeah we're going to promote it. And like, who knows what sales can come from that? For sure. You know, and so it's just, you know, all these things start to come together. And, and the like, I, I'm just going to say it again. The universe will show you signs. This is where you're meant to be. So as soon as you receive those signs, that's when you got to keep going. you got to focus. you got to focus on your goals and not the obstacles because there's always going to be obstacles. We're always going to get positioned with, oh, shit, you know, I didn't take in consideration this or, you know, I don't have enough money. I can't do this, like all these different things. But if you focus on the positive and your ultimate goal, you'll get there. But if you focus on the obstacles and distractions and all this other bullshit, you're never going to get there. Like people, you know, it, it, it just it does. The, the, the talent that people have that they let go waste. Yeah, they let it waste. And it's like they become dependent and, and, you know, not not even just dependent, but they become loyal to a company that has no loyalty for you. It's, right. They just don't. You know, and, and if you think they do. Well, and, and then you find out, right? I mean, some people. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, – that's that's definitely a great point right and that's that's what frustrates me the most is seeing that that waste of talent and and i'll say for myself i don't even feel like i'm that talented i just have the conviction enough to just say hey i'm going to try doing this and i'm going to go for it yeah and just do something like with this with all the different things that i've done you know <clears throat> it's just been like hey i want to try doing this with, with djing it 
I mean, I broke up with a girlfriend and then bought my first turntable and mixer. Started off with one and started learning and screwing around with it. Bought another one and started doing bar shows and moved into weddings and stuff like that. And I mean, now it's something that I don't do often. Uh, I'm hoping my son might want to try to pick up pick up <laughs> on it, you know. But uh, all the different hobbies that I've bounced around between, even like the wood burning stuff that I started doing, you know, I've always been artistic to a point, but I've never done that before. And after two pieces that I did, I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in a better wood burner because this is relaxing. It's something that I can enjoy doing mm-hmm. and I can get better results with better equipment. And it's, you know, I haven't sold anything yet, but it doesn't matter to me. Some of the stuff is just a passion to do. Um, but it's, but it's yet, you know, and it's like, yep. thank you for the hummingbird coaster because, and, and I will be promoting this, you know what I'm saying? Because this is super cool. And I don't, I don't even know where to begin <laughs> how you nailed our hummingbird. Like that that's just beyond me. But but anyway, you know, this many things turn into a lucrative business. For sure. You know, and and lucrative by definition, you know, is per person. For, so it's like exactly. lucrative for you could be, you know, $10,000 a a year. Right. Lucrative to somebody it's like, "Oh, I'm not fucking with anything until it makes 50,000." No, no. It's 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 about perception. You know, it's 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 about like what you perceive as an investment. So it's like for me, you know, like what I made before, I don't even need a shell of that. It, it, like if I can make, you know, 40-50,000 a year slanging tequila, Having fun, right? Enjoying my life without all the extra that, stress that it, that you I'm had good. before, for sure. I'm good. Like yeah. that. That's where we're at. Like that's the American dream to me because I know too many people that are are and, and depression is real. Like it, I, I've battled sure. through it. I've gone through it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's been many times where it's like I'm very depressed. You know, and reaching out to somebody to talk to, like. There's no shame in that, you know, but it's like to be depressed because of what you do and feeling trapped. I never want to feel that again. I just don't want to feel that again. And, you know, hopefully I can continue on with this and, and like help other people to be great and, you know, invest in them. That that's truly the American dream for me. So, uh, how long until we see you in any kind of a uh, spirit awards or competition? You know, so we we got <laughs> offered to to go into the WSWA, which is a really big one. Um, and for me, it just wasn't important enough right now because we're not nationwide, right? You know, so it's like, and and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are trying to like follow that Burt Beverage Tito's right, path. Sure, obviously, to get that's that. where the question's coming from, right? <clears throat> to me, it's about the people. Okay, you know, so what are the plans then for? Because I know we were talking about it. Each state has different <clears throat> regulations. What are? Is there any on the horizon states that you plan on moving into? Is it going to be? Uh, neighboring states, just because they're around Michigan, or are you trying to get into those markets where? The, the bigger tequila markets. So uh, Detroit is actually a really good mark, uh, market. Um, I have a friend who is the national director of marketing for a major soda company that starts with a P. Y'all can figure that out. <laughs> and she was like, you know, there's a lot of emphasis. There's a lot of eyes on Detroit. So there's a lot of businesses and major right. companies that are that are watching <clears throat> the hot spots within the bar scene, in, hospitality scene in Detroit. Okay. Um, so we're in a good position, like if we can get that representation here in, in Michigan. So we have gotten placement in some big stores, 
that are bordering Ohio, so the Toledo market. Okay. So that way we can start to expand there. Uh, Ohio is more of a controlled state than Michigan. Even more than Michigan. It's really difficult. So a lot of people actually travel. Travel. They come up from Toledo or the Maumee area, just different things like that, and they buy some stuff at you know the stores. So I'm in the big stores in in Temperance, Lambertville, Monroe. We're already in, so that was strategic, gotcha. right? So, so that way you're attracting that yeah. crowd that's going to travel. Absolutely Isn't it weird. We used to always travel there for fireworks. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> they travel here for alcohol. <laughs> so, so what's interesting about Ohio is like some of their laws change, and for some reason yeah. there were 300 SKUs, so 300 different brands. That they eliminated from their catalog. Really? It's so controlled. So if I can get that traffic coming from Toledo, it starts to grow organically from there. I've had some people already that are like in Sarnia, which is near Port Huron. Yep. Um, traveling over to Port Huron to to buy tequila. Yep. Um, uh, Indiana, border state, um, you know, same thing. Um, but the next market that I would love to focus on would be Chicago. Yeah. Chicago is one of your top five tequila consumption cities. Really, um, Illinois is very big. So, and, and come on, it. I it's mean, the Chica- third Chicago city. is a city, right? It's yeah. just a huge city. Yeah. So, I think it goes New York, L.A. as far as population, and then Chicago. So gotcha. that's in population. So it just makes sense to go there for sure. And um, so hopefully we're we're successful with that. But um, you know, really, it's just I'm not in. I haven't impacted the Grand Rapids area. Uh, we do a conference at the end of April, uh, a, a, like um, like a trade show in Grand uh, in Traverse City and Marquette. So we got that. Like Michigan's a big state. Like you can do very well here. So me, like I know where I need to be. If I can start selling a hundred cases a month, and then really impact Michigan, the other states will come knocking. Right. Like people will come knocking. It'll start falling. Yeah. Yep. And and so like that's what you want to do. Like even with your podcast. You build it and you grow and you get that buzz when yep. people come and start knocking on your door and it's like, oh, well, this is starting to turn. This is starting yep. to change. I'm getting, you know, noticed. And that's, that's really what it is. It's all organic. Yep. All right. Well, that's two hours already. Wow. That's great, right? I mean. That's crazy. It went good. Uh, how'd it feel to get the story out? You know, I mean, like, there's always facets of the story that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share, you know, even more here and there and stuff like that. But it's, but it's always good, you know, because my thing, the biggest takeaway is if, if somebody takes two hours of their life to listen to this or even 45 minutes, I just want them to walk away saying, hey, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Anything's possible. For sure. Well, as we uh, ride on out, websites, what do you, what do you get to plug? So Facebook and instagram at teak tequila t-e-e-q teak tequila and our website is teakspirits.com t-e-e-q spirits.com um yeah the 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 side hustle uh the business entrepreneurship what's that one curious inception you know um that you can find on facebook i think we have a website i don't even know like i'm so focused on you know teak tequila and, and importing other spirits that's where we're at right now. And if someone wants to get a hold of you, they come through the, the oh, teak, yeah. teak Spirits or the Teak Absolutely. Uh, There's a contact. Yep. Awesome. And for me, JP, uh, make sure to listen to getupshow.com. You can also follow on Twitter and Instagram at The Get Up Show. Also on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. And uh, make sure to listen to Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, um, Google Play Music, pretty much everywhere. Uh, give a like, a listen, comment, follow, all that good stuff.
Thanks again for listening to The Get Up. Like what you heard? Think it sucked? Or are you trying to do something other than just the normal 9 to 5 and you want to share your story? Then hit me up. Send an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at The Get Up Show. And don't forget to visit www.thegetupshow.com and check out the links for our guests. 